0: You're listening
1: to. I know that. No, this is one that I know.
0: Tom Brady's bordering now on boy You got to put the bourbon down and go to a doc. All right, listen up, y'all.
1: What's up, everybody, and welcome to Bump and Run. I'm Pete Callison, joined as always by my partner in crime, Scott Bracy. What's going on, dude? Hello, hello. How are you, sir? I'm doing okay. Unlike you, I didn't have to rush to the microphone today. I was here (laughs) in a timely fashion. You were some technical difficulties, work, this work thing keeps getting in the way. It's becoming a problem. We're going to have to talk about that, but (laughs) sports are good. We got lots to talk about and not enough time. There never is. So, uh, God, did we have some good games, college football, NFL, they did did not disappoint this week so we're excited about that let me give you a quick update on uh me and my son's baseball team we still have not lost um we uh so the big thing was on saturday you know we have an app that we use that the parent can either for the game or practice can click join like we'll be there or decline which means we won't be there so like you know, half hour before I'm leaving the leaving the house on Saturday, everybody but one is going to be there, and then right before I leave, two more people say they're not coming. So we go from Oof. eleven down to eight, and 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 the th- the three that we're missing are our three main pitchers and the only two people we've ever had catch. So like oh, I good. have no, now, I have nobody to pitch and nobody to catch, and I'm like, holy shit, what the hell am I going to do now? So the whole way there, I'm like. I don't even know, I have no idea who I'm even putting in positions. So I get there feeling nervous and bad, and the um we were the second game, the noon game, the ten o'clock game, I I'm walking in with my equipment and I see the coaches in the outfield. Both teams had five guys show up for their game, and I'm like, Well, I guess eight's pretty good compared to Oh my god. (laughs) So We were like, all right, we feel a little better. The other team had nine, and um, they're a team from outside of our town, so I can say this, like, they're not great. Um, Listen, they're boys, they're trying, they're doing their best, so I don't want to say too much like that, but, like, they're not a great team. So there was that. Well, we come to find out we have three other pitchers on our team and, like, two other catchers on our team that I didn't (laughs) even – one specifically, (laughs) who I was like, dude, if I knew you could catch like this, you probably would have been starting in the first place. Like – why didn't he speak up? That he he catch? never even mentioned that he caught before. Um, I think he might have caught one in the old. Oh. In jugular? the strike zone at one point. Oh, wow. Oh. And then didn't want to be catcher again. But, well, boy. Well, make equipment for that. He, well, apparently it caught him, like, under the. Uh, in the grumble? The protective area. The protected area. And it kind of came up in a funky bounce and. Yeah, Let's just say it backballed them. How about that? We'll say it backballed them. <laughs> if that helps clarify, like any That's angles like or Tuesday
0: anything. Night. That's like Tuesday night behind the club, <laughs> yeah.
1: a club. <little>, <laughs> so, but he did an amazing job. So we were like, "Holy crap!" Now we have more pitchers and catchers than we know what to do with. And uh, so we won that game. And Can then, never
0: have enough, sir. Can never have enough. Right.
1: And then last night we had another game. It was 48 degrees. It was ridiculous. But last week, in our in, at, at the end of our show, I gave you a crazy stat about how we had seven strikeouts in one inning against us. Like we struck out seven times, yet we scored three runs because of all these drop third strikes and everything. Um, I have another crazy, crazy thing for you in last night's game, and we'll save it for yeah, the f- end of the show.
0: Unbel- football, football, Little Light Harbor is something.
1: I tell you what, it's uh, you just never know what's going to happen. So anyway, it's been a lot of fun. The kids are playing well, and um, and I'm happy so far. NFL, man, what a week we had last week. Everybody thought the only game we we're talking about was Kansas City and Buffalo. It didn't disappoint, but there was a lot of other stuff that went on that we both are going to want to talk about. So why don't you run us through the through the list here?
0: We're going to start with your old nemesis, the Bill Belichick the Wiggle Patriots, and they go into Cleveland, ruin one of your bets, and smoke them. Bastards! Now, yeah, they didn't smoke just beat them. Smoke them. them. You're right. How about Z- uh, Bailey Zappi? Unbelievable. Did you watch the game at all? Just on Red Zone, whatever they throw on, whatever they threw on. Yeah. You know, it's
1: it's one of these weird things where it's like I, I don't think he's any better than Mac Jones. Like I don't think he's. I don't better. either. But I, mean, I think he, but he moves the team better. I there's think. There's so, sometimes like if a guy just fits an offense, he fits an offense. You know what I mean? And and maybe the idea that he's kind of like not a first round pick. He just kind of keeps yeah. his mouth shut and does what he's told. Yeah. Kind of like that's, early Tom Brady in a way.
0: That's you a know? lot to do with it. I think. You're I right. think
1: so. And I don't think this is a shot at Mac Jones in any way, shape, or form. But, you know, he's a first-round pick. He went to Alabama. He kind of wants a little more ownership of what's going on, I think. And now this guy comes in, and he's like, yeah, man, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Like, I don't know, I'm just happy to be here. You know, kind of like I said where Tom Brady was when he in the beginning of his career. People forget in the beginning of the Tom Brady era, there wasn't a lot of high-scoring offense
0: going on. Those first no. two years, they were run the ball, play defense, don't make 20, mistakes. Twenty-three, seventeen. Just get out of there, a couple field goals, yeah, win the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, he
1: was – uh, that first year he threw three touchdown passes in the entire playoffs. Like, let's not make it like he was lighting up the scoreboard like he did later in his career. There was basically like three careers in one for Tom Brady. And those first yeah. two or three years were more manage the team, great defense, don't make mistakes. So, um, dude, I
0: mean, what they score, 30-something points? Yeah, but you know Cleveland didn't approach that game real well. Chubb and Hunt barely got any touches, and, and what they didn't get down that much until late. So I was just gonna had,
1: ask you, like, did and, they get down and early and start chucking it all? No, over? No, they
0: didn't. It got it got funky. I know. I think uh, that's one of those games where you chalk up to bad game plan, maybe. But. I
1: was gonna say, so Steph- it's amazing how like Stefanski goes from being like coach. Of the- he he goes from being fired to coach of a year to back to like be- ready to be fired again. Just after you make this trade for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it's I, know, like, I know what you're
0: saying. I think I a lot of saying. people
1: just don't like him or they see things that they don't like, whatever it may be.
0: He gets such a pass this year, though, with everything but Watson stuff. So this year doesn't even matter. I think you're right. Unfor- unfortunately, but it is but. funny how quickly
1: we'll get to some of the other games. But there are already yeah. coaches on a hot seat that we maybe thought, well, maybe at the end of the year, there might be some questions. Hey, should they stick around kind of thing? Or should you just move on? And And – I I feel everything's like the the timetable on everybody now has moved up so quickly. You know what I mean? So, But anyway, New England, that's a good win for them, man. And say what you want, Belichick is a good coach. End of story. It is what it is, man. I don't know how the hell Matt Patricia, you got three basically defensive guys and a special teams coach calling offense, defense. Like, I don't know how the hell they're doing it. I I genuinely don't know how they do it. So there is some magic there. Or just um.
0: You can take off your pants if you want. The New York Jets.
1: I haven't put them on since Sunday. What are you talking about?
0: Go into Lambeau Field and put one on the Green Bay Packers.
1: I'll be honest with you. You know, I've been saying this to you for the last few weeks. Um, I didn't know how much to believe in the Jets. You know what I mean? Look, I'm a Jets fan, so by nature you're skeptical because we've we've had our hopes raised so high so many times and then you just fall. Uh, And I explained to you how, I don't know, the Cleveland win – is very was very lucky uh the Steelers win was a little lucky the Miami win was against a third string quarterback although 40 points it was against the defense not against a third string quarterback I needed more and I, did, I said to you left you remember what I said last week was I don't even need him to win the game just be competitive the whole game don't tell him don't yeah. be down by three touchdowns and then score two in the fourth quarter like well oh, that was one score game not nah, no I do not remember the Jets. I they've done it. I just don't remember a game where they were so dominant. Like they went into Lambeau Field, and this game was. Ne- I, I know it wasn't. It was only three three at the half. It should have been six 0 at least. Um, but I don't know that this game was ever really in doubt. I should say it this way: I never felt like Green Bay was threatening to win the game. Yeah. Like. It looked early like the Jets had opportunities. They didn't up at any point. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't take it. The Jets didn't take (laughs) advantage of some opportunities that they had in the first half. That's to me. That's the only reason it was close. I mean, Green Bay couldn't. Jets. I will tell you that Jets defense is real. Jets defense is real, and we can finally, finally see something on this Jets team that you can point to Robert Sala and say that's him, like that. That aggressiveness that speed that excitement that you see on that defense and frankly it's getting better and more of that every week that is finally what we thought a Robert Sala team would look like that that's how I'm seeing it now the offense I know people are like well Zach Wilson only threw for 110 they didn't ask him to do it they he threw the ball 18 times he was 10 of 18 they didn't ask him to do much because they ran the ball Brees Hall is an absolute beast yeah listen you get a punt blocked you get a kick a field goal blocked like i'm still not uh completely a believer uh so i've i've been in this spot too many times but i will tell you i'm little by little each week i'm starting to believe a little more what do you
0: think do you well congratulations are you
1: there with them yet
0: on their special teams of defense i gotta see more of zach
1: yeah i agree I agree. And I will say on a, on a good part. And, I like, the, and uh, I
0: like your offensive line, even though it's, it's kind of bandaged up. God, I you like, beat me
1: to it. Yep. I was just going to say the offensive line is finally starting to come together, starting to get a little healthy. Yeah. Uh, Lakin Tomlinson is, was playing horrible the first few games, and now he's starting to play like the guy we expected when we gave him all that money. There are some things to be excited about for sure, but I will. I'm, not, I'm <laughs> That's it. I'm happy, but I don't want to go any further than that.
0: <laughs> uh what what do you make out of the Indianapolis Colts they come back and beat dude. Jacksonville they were down 14 nothing I think I text you I was like this team stinks and then they at the end I'm like this team's pretty good dude I don't, I don't know
1: I was I just know. gonna say we can sum this up we can sum the Colts up in two texts that you sent me I guess it was what the first <laughs> quarter was it the first <laughs> yeah, quarter you're like yeah bro, maybe the second quarter you're like yeah maybe dude, early second quarter dude the Colts stink and I just lol'd it <laughs> and at the end Colts are pretty good and that, that's it, right? Like, that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a team that can go an entire game. Well, who did they play first week? Oh, my God, Houston. You're losing 20 yeah. to nothing yeah. at yeah. home, I think it was. 20 to nothing to Houston. And then somehow you turn it on and score 20 points. Now, I know it's Houston, but I don't care you score 20 points on anybody in the fourth quarter to tie that game. They Almost- beat the Chiefs. <clears throat> you beat the Chiefs, although that was a little smoke and mirrors, but it's a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's other times like Jacksonville or whatever like you just lay an egg, you don't look good. There's a lot of times Matt Ryan the looks MC. looks all his age. So, yeah. you know, we used to do the uh high five, down low, don't know. If there's no better team to go on the don't know list than Culture This, than this year's Vikings. Oh my, my god, for sure, right? <laughs> there's just they're hard. Uh, here, here's my suggestion for everyone out there: Don't bet Colts games moving, at least for the no. foreseeable future, for the near future. No. Stay away because they're just way too unpredictable from quarter to quarter. I mean, those two texts you sent me were in the same goddamn game. Yeah. Never mind same week, you know, same month or season. So hard, hard to figure them out, man. But a win is a win.
0: The Miami Dolphins missed Tua t- very much. Very much.
1: They seemed to we'll score that game.
0: 24-16 or something. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, momentum is a funny thing in the NFL, especially because the season technically is so short. Like there's few games compared to basketball, baseball, hockey, that kind of thing. So all that like momentum that they build up, built up in the beginning of the season. I don't know that you just automatically get that back when two o'clock. I agree with you. I don't know that that's a for sure. Uh, Waddle is a little banged up. Tyreek Hill is a little banged up. You know, I would assume the league in itself is going to have Tua on a pretty short string. As far as like, if he even looks like he's dazed and confused, they're going to they're going to say he's got to be out. And I just I just looking at the way and you know having watched football for so long, it's just not as simple as oh we're back together. Well, the moment we'll we'll get right back to what we were doing doesn't always work that way, man. It just doesn't. So we'll see, we'll see. But not hot right now. And their you know their defense is not kind of what we thought it was going to be coming into the season. We thought
0: well they got their main corner out. Their pass rush has been a go so far, yeah. so
1: so there's 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 and there's pieces missing there too that they're going to struggle with. So, we'll
0: see. The Baltimore Ravens blow a 10-point lead with about 7 minutes to play at the Meadowlands. and the Giants join the Jets at 5-1.
1: Well, the Jets are 4-2. I and said two.
0: wait, I Oh, Jets okay, are 4-2. Okay. You're yeah. right. You're right. But it's, still, was this one two of your teams picks? with a winning record? No, I did not have this yeah.
1: game. The, the the both of these teams are just fascinating right now. Baltimore, this is like the third time this year, at least, that they've blown a double a double digit fourth quarter lead. And Lamar Jackson was horrible in the fourth quarter. He this was is, horrible. And so anybody who says, "Oh, you're too, you know, everyone's too hard on Lamar," well, guess what? He was terrible. Um, so there's an issue there, and their defense just coughs it up in a fourth quarter it's bizarre it's the same thing that happened with miami you know just like play good the whole game and then wham you just stink do you think they're missing wink martindale that much
0: you know what's funny you know Eddie. i think i brought this up before Eddie's hard on the dc because he's the ex mission yeah. guy so i didn't even get bust my balls however that game wasn't on the defense sunday not at first that's what i'm saying
1: they played really well for the whole well then uh, lamar's turnovers well,
0: well then lamar turns the ball over twice on their own right. side no, for sure that's not, for, no, i dude, agree with no. you you're 100% I get right, right back to i go eddie dude i know you're a lamar blower but dude, of course come on man like look at him look at him here here
1: and i get it because you know most of the time he's the one carrying the team so i get yeah the lamar yeah, love but you have to accept when it falls on him that
0: but to answer your question I think they miss Wink. I don't think he's the only missing piece. No. Look, they didn't They no. didn't do any help to help Lamar on the outside. They even they even got – they took a guy away from him. and yeah. added guys. Yeah. Um, Tucker misses a field goal, so you kind of know that's not going your day. If he Yeah, that's a field bananas.
1: Goal. <laughs> that never happens. So then the other side of it is, you know, the Giants. You know, listen, Giants fans, be happy. Five and one is five and one.
0: Uh, ride as long as you can ride it. Absolutely.
1: But I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. I don't – I cannot – Tell you how they're winning these games week to week. I'm a huge believer in Brian Dayball now.
0: I'm. Dude, I can't wait till he gets some guys, dude. It's gonna be.
1: It's gonna. There's gonna be something, and I hate the Giants, <laughs> and they're probably gonna be really, really good because of that. But that they're gonna come down to earth, and it's gonna happen pretty soon.
0: And, and you can see them losing a couple in a row, and people are gonna like start freaking out, but they shouldn't. And then there might be a they "here should. we go
1: again" feeling, but. Um, Rest. No matter what happens with the Giants the rest of the way, if you're a Giants fan, rest assured on this one thing, and it may be the most important thing you're going to hear all year. You got the right guy. Yep. You got the right guy, and 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 that is, God. Look around the league, dude. The, it, if you don't have the right coach and the right quarterback, it doesn't friggin' matter. Like it just doesn't. So, at least you have that.
0: The Buccaneers lose to a bad Steeler team.
1: Steelers fans out there, we we have to apologize. I think both of us thought, like, Tampa Bay, there's no way they were going to lose that game. Um, Tomlin does his thing in getting his team up. Defense played very well. I'll throw this at you. Any feelings about this game since Tom Brady went to Robert Kraft's kind of surprise wedding on Friday night or whatever, Saturday night, so- whatever the hell it
0: was? So I mean, the obvious question is, yeah, is you know, as a teammate, I wouldn't love that. However, he's kind of earned the right to do some stuff like that. I mean, I don't know. On Friday night, that's kind of tough. I mean, you're not missing much. Um, But if 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 Bowles okayed it, he okayed it, which is kind of stupid in his own right. But
1: oh, he made a great point in his press conference. I did not hear it. Okay, so Bowles was asked about this, and he said this happens all the time. He says, but it's not always like somebody misses. Practice because their kid is sick.
0: Yeah, but but, it, but it, it's a different look because it's it's behind the scenes. He's at a public event taking pictures absolutely, up. absolutely. That, yeah. But the
1: but the point is the the, the he's p- right. I right. right. The point everybody's making is well, he missed a walkthrough. He missed important meetings. And what Bowles is saying is this happens all the time. Guys miss meetings. Guys miss regular practices. Never mind walkthroughs. They miss real practices. You just don't know about it because it's Tom Brady and it just happens. Right. We right. it doesn't get publicized. But because it's Tom Brady, you're freaking out. And maybe there's some truth to that. But there, I do think there's a difference in missing a practice on Wednesday and missing a practice on Saturday. Now, what's funny about that is the Saturday practice itself, like what goes on in the walkthrough, is no. way less important than what goes yeah. on on Friday. But there is something to be said. It's like team psychology, right? Like we're all here now. Like there are guys hurt during the week and they don't practice during the week. But if they're going to play in a the game, they do the walkthrough. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's all yep. this kind of stuff. So, like, as we get closer to the game, we coalesce. We come together. And Tom wasn't there for the coalescing. And then you see him have that, like, mega outburst at the offensive line. And you're like, are they listening? Are they still listening? Hey, listen, I know it's Tom Brady, seven rings, brought a ring to that team. And you don't get to say anything to Tom Brady. But yeah, everything in sports and in life is a what have you done for me lately. And – you know, this year has not been great for Tom. He has not been the statistical stud that we've seen in the past. Not all his fault. I get that. Bad offensive line, lots of injuries and wide receivers. But I just wonder if that kind of shit starts to fall on deaf ears and they're like, you know, kiss my ass kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know. But there's there's multiple issues on this team yeah, right now. Yeah,
0: you know, you haven't heard you haven't you haven't heard a teammate say anything about it, so
1: no, but what are they going to say? Because the immediate response from anybody is, "Yeah, but it's Tom Brady," mm-hmm. and it kind of shuts down the conversation. I I think it would bother me.
0: And, to, and I don't and know that I'd lose th-
1: my shit, right? Like everything has proportions. I'd be like, "Oh, he's not here. What the fuck!" Like, ugh. All right. Like, I don't think I'm like handing in my jersey, mad. But I don't like it. Like I'm here. Yeah. I'd rather be and, home. And, I'd rather be at a party.
0: And the image that he's given off for 23 years was Tom's the team guy, all
1: in. All so it's in. like
0: it's like I know he has a lot going on, but like it's
1: and it wasn't like this was the it's weird Buccaneers owner's wedding.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, his it's old weird.
1: employer's. It's, it's odd wedding.
0: It's been so. well, dude. In a, in a nutshell, it's been an odd NFL season through six weeks. So. But this is
1: what we talk about all the time, right? Like, look at the teams who had off season chaos, and look at the teams who aren't doing good. Tampa, yeah. Arizona, Green Denver. Bay, yeah, Denver. Although I don't know if that was chaos or just a move, but like. Chaos, no ownership for a long uh, time. You got Browns, no Browns, Carolina. Off-season chaos, in-season turmoil. Like it, uh, it, like it follows it you. It's fails. hard because it's such a, a cohesion issue, and that that's what they're missing right
0: now. um Bills and Chiefs, great game. Not an offensive juggernaut like we thought, but a very well played game. And I think they're on a collision course to play again. That's just that's- I think
1: you're 100% right. These are clearly the two best teams in the NFL. I think what's interesting about you saying that it was a low-scoring game, it wasn't a low-offense game, but it was low-scoring, which makes me feel like playoffs, right? Like they were both kind of careful, don't make too many mistakes because the other team is definitely going to capitalize on it, you know, and there really there weren't a lot of mistakes till the end of the game with the interception um, by Pat Mahomes. That, that's what was most interesting to me. Everybody's expecting a shootout, and there was a lot of offense. It just wasn't a ton of scoring, and I just think a lot of that was because of being, being really careful with the ball not to give the other team easy opportunities. But, yeah, man, this, these are, to me, it's really not even close. These are the two best teams in the league, never mind just the AFC. They're the two best teams in the league. And, um, God, this is, what, the third or fourth time they played this game in KC? I know it's
0: it's right. Incredible. It seems
1: between playoffs and regular season, it seems like it's always in KC. And if the season plays out the way it looks like it might, we might see this game finally in Buffalo. Flip. And we'll see if that changes anything. If it makes a difference at all,
0: I they haven't played
1: in Buffalo yet, right?
0: Not a long time. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, with this iteration of these yeah, two teams, no, no, no right? it's always so. been
0: in Kansas City. I I still think the Bills need a running back, but.
1: Well, they need a running game, and it can't just be – I mean, we yeah. talked about this in depth last week. It can't just be Josh Allen. I, it, it, that's unsustainable in the long run, and I really genuinely have concern about what that means by the end of the season. Like, you just can't keep doing that, man. You can't keep doing that. He doesn't take a lot of big hits, but he does take some hits, and all you need he is one need of those any. to be one of these, oh, he gets a little daze well, and they take him out of the of a a game.
0: Sudden, and when guys are hanging on you, people just come clean your Whoa. clock, man. Like, it's just yeah. – yeah. You know, your
1: boy Mike we, Florio we, we was talking. There. <laughs> your boy Mike Florio was talking about this and the hypocrisy that he spews out on a daily basis is unbelievable. He sits there and just screams about how the league needs to protect these players and you got to protect the quarterbacks because that's the money maker and all the stuff. I'm but from
0: a guy that's never played it down. Never anywhere. played it down.
1: But in the same breath, the last two days has been in a solid defensive you know these defensive players and what are they supposed to do and if i was them i would just say you go play and you hit him normal and if you get a penalty then to hell with it and i'm like well then mike which is it now for my money i'm actually with him on the second part of this because chris sims is on there and he's like this is just i'm a quarterback and this is unfair to the defense like you can't hit him high you can't hit him low you can't pull him to the ground too hard like you can't land on top of him and
0: slam him yeah what do i do
1: like what am i supposed to do uh, so when you got former quarterbacks, I've heard Joe Theismann do the same thing. Dan Marino, a lot of quarterbacks. Tom Brady has said it. Like this is not patty cakes. This is football. It's it. it at some point, it has to be on offensive coordinators and offensive lines to protect your quarterback. Get rid of the ball faster. Put them on bootlegs so that they're not just sitting ducks in a pocket. Like it's your responsibility. It's not the defender's responsibility. Now we can have certain rules. No shots to the head. I get that. Okay. But this Launching, idea that like
0: crown the I, helmet first, you yeah. know, crown the
1: helmet, but that was always the rule. You scored called spearing. You're not allowed to spear. Like that was always the rule. So yeah, they
0: took spearing out and then they yeah. put crown of the helmet on. Yeah.
1: And I get it that you don't want guys diving at a player's legs, but if a guy gets blocked into his legs, that just seems unfair. Um, anyway, anyway,
0: two more for you and then we'll move on to this week. Yeah. Uh, I don't hear the Cowboy fans, um, bragging about Cooper Rush this week. Do you
1: awfully quiet, awfully quiet. Yeah.
0: Interesting. They go into Philly and uh, Sunday night and lose. Although, granted, I got to be honest, I didn't watch much of that game with the Yankees at Game Four. So
1: I'll be honest with you: if, if you sneezed, you have missed that it was seventeen nothing. Like before, you even yeah. were, had a, had a chance to finish wiping your nose. And then the Eagles kind of shut it down, or at least maybe maybe it was more of the Cowboys settled down. I mm. don't know; hard to say. Made it, mounted a little comeback, but then Eagles pulled away late. Um, Eagles are a good football team, dude. I don't know yep. if they're a great football team, but they're a, a very good football team. And I think maybe one of the best compliments you can give a general manager, they have no holes. Like, there's not any one thing. They have a pretty good defensive backfield. They have a very good defensive line. They have a very good offensive line. They have pretty good linebackers. They have a pretty decent pass rush. Very good offensive line. Pretty good running backs. Decent quarterback. Excellent wide receivers and a very good tight. Like, and they play good special teams. Like, mm-hmm. there's no one thing that you could be like, wow, they need a lot of help here. Everybody can use some help somewhere. But, dude, that is, that is really kind of as complete a team as there is in the NFL right now. Um, I got to
0: tell you, Brandon Graham, defensive end, oh, shout-out Michigan guy real quick. Dude, I think he's a year younger than me, and he's still playing yeah. at a pretty good clip. Man. He's like, yeah, he, he's incredible. Yeah. And he Nick, was in Dak's face all day from what I saw. Yes. Uh, not, uh, Cooper Rush, uh, Cooper and, Rush, and I saw yeah. like six plays, and I think he hit him three times.
1: Yeah, no, and their schemes are nice. Um, Sirianni's doing a great job. I mean, I feel like we're saying this every week, but
0: yeah, there's I'm no, sorry. Dude, unbelievable. Yeah,
1: and I'll give you this, too. Our complaint with him early, very, very early in his career was that he didn't know how to speak to the media. Dude, he's as uh, charming and he's, Edgar Allan engaged. Poe now. he's a, as engaged as there is a guy in the league. He says all the right things. He looks great. He's confident as hell. He's feeling great. Uh, dude, yeah, good for him, man. And Seriously, this is I still have... a team that's got forty thousand, forty forty thousand. They wish it was forty thousand, forty million dollars over to forty or fifty million dollars over the salary cap. So, man, when that shit comes off the books next year. Wow. Like, yeah. that's, they're good. I don't know if they're championship good. I still don't know. I like Jalen Hurts. I certainly root for him. I don't know if he's a championship quarterback, but. Who do you take in the NFC right now over them? Well, that's just the thing, right? <laughs> I, I was saying the same thing. I was like, nah, they're, they're not Super Bowl, but I'm like, well, who
0: is then? Like who in the end? I don't know that they can beat either the Bills or the Chiefs. I don't think so either, but the NFC got to give them some pop props. I mean, uh, yeah.
1: And then I looked at the rest of their schedule and I'm like, it's not, it's
0: not that Dude, not I that think tough. they're
1: favored. Not that they're going to win every game that they're favored in, but I think they're favored in every single game the rest of the way unless, you know, major injuries come their way. But yeah. <laughs> 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 they're probably going to get home field and a bye. And the rest of the NFC, what Green Bay, eh? San Francisco, I I like them. I Rams, think they're one of the no better banks. teams. Rams are banged up, and they don't they look Tampa average. Bay?
0: Not right now. Not right now. Minnesota, do you trust Kirk? I don't. Not in a big game.
1: Yep. They don't call him big game Kirk. They just don't do that. So they got a really we'll good. We'll see shot. what
0: Dallas looks like when Dak comes back and he gets back into form. I mean, we we'll, so we'll see. Last one. I don't really want to talk about this game, but I have a job <sighs> to do. <laughs> so I'm going so I'm going to give you the positive. The Broncos defense is really good. Very good. And then how about week 7? Next game.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, have they scored 20 points yet this year? Yeah, and a loss. Uh, who uh, what game? Raiders. Who'll the score that game? Let me see. Cuz like every uh, literally f- were 5 game 6 games in and they scored 20 once. What was it 20, 21, 20, <laughs> <20? laughs>
0: 23 points, they 32, 23. They
1: lost everything else is in the team. Scored,
0: they've scored 16, 16, 11, 23, nine and 16.
1: Okay. So now you, you kind of asked me this two weeks ago and
0: Jets Broncos.
1: I wasn't willing to totally throw the coach under the bus yet. Cause he's new. And I wasn't willing to throw Russell Wilson under the bus yet because it's a new system and. Um I'm gonna take a little of the heat off the coach as far as
0: play calling I,
1: goes. I and agree with here's you. Here's why I'm gonna tell you that. Ru- when Russ is throwing a ball, God bless you. Thank you. Russ is Russell Wilson is throwing a ball to wide open receivers and missing them. Russell yep. Wilson is throwing it to, I saw a play. He threw his ball down the seam. He just chucked it and threw it down the seam. Yep. If he would have If he would have made a good throw, it would have been picked off by the the other safety coming over. But the throw was so bad that it just. He short
0: hopped the safety, diving for it.
1: Yeah, he he short hopped it. And then there's other times, and this happened multiple times. And who's doing the game? Do you remember who was announcing that game? It was Buck and Ickman. Even. No, 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 no. Was it? Okay. The game before that, I think it was Herb Street, right? It was a Thursday night yeah, game? Yeah, Thursday
0: night, yeah. yeah. Street
1: okay, yeah. and Aikman this past week are pointing out they're replaying the same play that just happened, and they're going, I remember Street specifically. Watch the crossing route on this one. Shallow cross. Yeah, he's not taking Un-covered. an easy play. He Uncovered. Uncovered, and he didn't throw it to him. Happened multiple times last game. And where are all these guys that are wide open? Over the middle, because Russ can't see. Because he can't see. Now, any quarterback, I'll tell you, nobody can actually fully, completely see over the line because nobody's right. – th- these linemen are 6'5", 6'7", 6'8", 350 pounds. You're not seeing over these guys. With helmets and cleats on. Yeah, you're not seeing over them. But it is – the taller you are, the easier it gets, okay? Um, but it's not just that, dude. It's not just those middle throws. It's like everything. Nothing looks good
0: right now. Nothing. And it's yeah, not yeah. all on hacking. I'm sorry. No, it's not. The first two drives were great. And I'm like, I, and my buddies text me like, and when was it get great? Off the, get off the building! They're, they're look all right. Like, yeah, when was it great? When he got out. out of the pocket? As soon as he they gets out of the pocket, and then and then the second half and overtime, I think they have 16 yards, which is absolutely embarrassing.
1: That's incredible, dude. So I don't know that Hackett's a good coach. I'm not trying to say he and, is.
0: And again, Staley was trying to give us the
1: fucking game again. Exactly, exactly. This guy's got to go. He's he's to okay. me. He's done. The other guy that has to go to me is um. Kingsbury, I, I just like at some yeah, point, are, dude, they, and they just well, gave him an extension, which is embarrassing.
0: They're screwed,
1: dude. They're stuck. Yeah, they're stuck. He's got to go. And, and for me, I've seen enough with Staley that I know this is not the guy. He's not gonna He's not going to suddenly become a great decision maker. No, I, I would. I would, I move off of him at the end of the season. And, and I and and we've and talked about. I'm up. having whisper talks with Sean Payton.
0: I just am. Well, they might have to get in line because I think Denver's might beat them to it. Where would no, you rather well, go if you're Sean jump, Payton? jump? Well, no, I I agree with you. As a f- but to answer you, Sean, your 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 Hackett point. The, fa- the last two or three weeks, dude, he's drawn place. He's gotten guys wide open. Wide open. My my beef is a little bit off of him. A m- lot more on Russ, but he's still not a great game manager. He still he has ten guys on the field three or four times uh, a this, fucking this, week.
1: This yeah, it, I'm not taking that off of him yet. Yeah, that yeah, I can't take off him.
0: No, I agree. But, but and if it's not him,
1: yeah, if, if that's not you, that's that's some then that's some assistant coach that you have in charge of that, and he's yeah. doing bad, and that's yeah. on you. Like, and you haven't made dance. your directives clear. You think that happens to a Bill Parcells team? If it happens once, I promise you it never happens again. You think it happens to a, a um a Bill Belichick team? Uh, uh, like Nick Saban? It doesn't happen. And if it happens once, I promise you it never happens again. And if it happens twice, that guy just lost his job. Yeah. Like this is what we talked about. You remember in the beginning of the season or last year when we were going over like hiring head coaches and we're talking about like McDaniel and I said, I just don't know if he's an alpha. When things are yeah. going really good, those player coaches, like a Todd Bowles, those player coaches that the players Ryan. the players love them, right? The players love them. When, when things are going good, everybody loves the head coach and they love playing for him. And he's great. But does that coach do the job when you get a two or three game losing streak? That's the question, and that is what we don't know about Hackett. I, he clearly doesn't have, like, strong leadership skills because you're just not whipping your guys. Never mind the players. I'm talking about your coaches. I'm talking about your staff. You clearly don't have them understanding or cle- it's not clear to them what their directive is. Yeah. So. Uh,
0: Week seven, I can't believe a third of the season is over.
1: In Unbelievable. That's, that's, that's unbelievable. It has been – I will say this, dude. It has been a fantastic season. We have we have enjoyed a lot of great games. None of those games have been in primetime, <laughs> like Monday or Thursday You're night. You're not kidding. I
0: mean, we had those the one team game that was good.
1: Yeah, right. The first guess, game of the season.
0: I guess, I guess Cowboys made it all right for a minute um, on Sunday night, but other than that, I mean – Well, crazy. I don't
1: even mean – I mean just like your Monday-Thursday games. You're like solo, the no, only game of the day. No, kind I of know. Brutal. It's, it's, it's
0: and and then why don't we kick off right there? Excellent segue. Um, oh, thank you. I, I didn't even want to talk about this game, but it's not a great slate of a week, so I figure we'll throw us a ball, in, especially because it's, it's the day we do the podcast. The 2-4 and four Saints at the 2-4 and four Fighting Kingsburys. Yeah, like
1: I would think most people thought both of these teams would be a little better when the season started. I, I just have no faith in uh, Kyler Murray. It's one of these very weird situations where you have someone who's like infinitely talented. Um, but he just, to me, he's got a little... Um, He's got a lot of Jay Cutler in him. I don't know if we've said that before. Have you said that before? Hmm. You might have said that before, but that's I what I see, you. like this indifference. It's I, just, think I think
0: not take Jay Cutler. Uh,
1: yeah, I might. Jay Cutler had a cannon. He was a, people forget Murray. the stats. I can't
0: stand Murray, dude. I really
1: people <laughs> forget the stats that Jay Cutler used to put up when he was with Denver and even when he yeah, was I with know. Chicago. He put up monster stats. He's a douchebag, but he was, yeah, he was a yeah. really... But that's why he didn't work, because he was always so indifferent to you could be down by twenty five points. He just had this look on his face on the sideline like that was like, hey, can somebody give me a cigarette? Like he just didn't give a shit. It was like, you wanna play poker? No. Like I, I don't know. It just was it just it was odd. And that's what I see with Kyler Murray. I see a guy who just it doesn't seem like anything matters. I got my money, I'll kinda make it look like I'm trying. Win or lose, I don't I'm not really that interested. God, you always take me back to that interview with Dan Patrick. And I feel like every, every that's all you time need to know. I, watch dude. Play, I yeah, know. I know. It's all you need to know. It's just this oddball. And I just say, like, you really think, like, one day, if you're Arizona or a Cardinals fan, do you really think, like, one day he's just going to, like, wake up and be like, oh, you know what, man? I've been doing this wrong the whole time. Let me be a little more rah-rah. Let me be a little more all in. I don't think so, dude. I don't think. I think that's a big problem.
0: They get they get Hopkins back tonight, but they lost Brown Hollywood Brown for the year. So it's kind of like you got them to be together. and Now they don't play one week together. Yeah, their run game's a mess. Their offensive line doesn't look great. Murray's nope. always running for his life. I know that's the kind of game that you want stuff to play isn't sure.
1: his fault for sure. Yeah, I, yeah, you know he's always running for his life, which is not good. Like regardless, even if you have a mobile quarterback, you don't you don't want to have him doing that all the time.
0: Yeah, they got some problems, too, Because I think that division going forward is going to be.
1: Seattle's not you know, going to get worse, they're only going to get no. better.
0: Exactly. They got draft picks and money. Right. The Rams I trust McVay and plus when they start figuring out the draft now when they get their picks back. And listen, yeah. San Fran, they're always going to be pretty competitive. So I mean, I,
1: you have three Hall of Fame coaches probably in that in that division. In yeah, you're yeah. going to oh, you're going to have problems for a while, so.
0: The Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans for what feels like the sixth time this year. <laughs> I don't know I don't understand why they did. like <laughs>
1: It is crazy. They played once in the preseason. They played a flag football game on Wednesday night. Like, <laughs> just a scene like that. Hey, listen, what did I tell you earlier when we were, when you, we were talking about the Colts? I have no friggin' idea what to expect in this game. No. Um, I, it doesn't matter where it's played. It doesn't matter what time. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Nothing matters. No. That's- <laughs> I genuinely don't know. And no matter what the score is at the end of the first quarter, I still won't be able to tell you anything about how the game is going to end. I, ju- I, I don't know what to say. There are parts of this team which are really, really good, and and then there are parts of this team which I think are good, but then fall apart or look terrible for periods of time.
0: Is Jonathan Taylor back this week?
1: I think so. And then you have questions about Tennessee, like they're, they've always had this like really strong offensive line, which is what that that great running game is based on, and they've lost a couple guys over the last couple of years, like at least three yeah. star, three or four starters off that offensive line. It's not so easy to replace those guys, so. These are two teams that are not I wouldn't call them in transition, but it's almost like more like the opposite. Like they're trying so desperately to hang on to what they had, but they're they're just not that anymore, but they're trying to be. But yet there's they got good coaches and they got some good players. So they're always gonna like tease you, you know, with this like, well, maybe they are. You know, whoever wins tonight, you're gonna be like, oh no, Tennessee's back. But but then next week they'll lose to Jacksonville. You know, and you're like, or D- Detroit. And you're like, Houston. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, damn, what the hell? So that's what it looks I like know. to me. They look like they, these are the two Tom Brady's of the league. Like they're older, uh, they're, they're not, they were good, now they're holding on, and eh, sometimes they look good, but eh, a lot of times it looks like they're done. And maybe they need to start over. So I don't know. Did I just bury Tom Brady? I think I just Maybe. I just buried Tom Brady. Like literally. That's never good business. Tom Brady's gonna come out and throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns oh, this week.
0: Here we go. He's <sighs> back.
1: Jesus. Do I have him as one of my picks? I should now. <laughs> hmm.
0: Cleveland at Baltimore, another game that I have no idea what to think here.
1: God, I wanted to t- I wanted to make Baltimore one of my picks this week, and I think they'll probably be, they'll be winning going into the fourth quarter, and then I just don't know what's gonna happen. Um plus the plus the line is like six. <sighs>
0: I would take Cleveland with the points if you gave me an option, but that's just uh, that's not smart either. I don't think. And as soon as we start praising Brissett, he looks like shit. It's right? What we have the power what? to do. Oh my, it's, it's so amazing.
1: funny you say that, dude. I remember last week. I'm sitting here like, are we going to start? Are we going to start being honest about Jacoby Brissett? Okay, we could be honest about Jacoby Brissett. He is what we he's thought he was, he's a, a really, really good backup and a sub sub starter.
0: That you want him to play three weeks max? Like, yeah, that
1: sometimes <laughs> looks really good, and other times you're like, oh yeah, he's a backup. Like, he's a really good backup. He's probably, if not the best, one of the best backups in the league, you know? But he's not a great starter. Not a playoff quarterback.
0: This game intrigues me for many reasons. The Seahawks at the Chargers. An old AFC West matchup, ladies and gentlemen. So tell me why it intrigues you. Gino's playing some pretty damn good clean football at the moment.
1: He's slinging
0: it. The Chargers always give a game away or make you think they're going to give a game away. They never really – I don't think they've, they have a game this year that they, they've been up like 10 points. <laughs> so they are they have no home field advantage. That's the that end of the night Oh, totally. Harched. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Seattle's not a far trip down there. Um, now Seattle might have a little bit of a running game with Kenny Walker coming yes. in for the injured Rashad Penny. Pete, Pete's having the time of his life at seventy something years old. He looks no pressure like a, at all. He
1: looks like a goddamn genius every time Russell Wilson steps on a field in Denver. Uh,
0: Keenan Allen still not playing for the charge. Uh, uh, Michael Williams got shut down. What's by up, by up with
1: Keenan Allen? He's a he's made. Do you know what the, what is the injury? Because it's it seems like every week they're like, well, maybe next week. I, if, I've, I've heard that for three weeks. Super, I feel like for five weeks we've been hearing like, well, maybe
0: next week. And then they got the extra day last week with the Money Niner, and he still didn't. Uh, it's, it's I don't bizarre. understand.
1: Do we know what the injury is? Hamstring. Well, that can be touchy.
0: Yeah,
1: no, I, I said the same thing, dude. I wanted to take the Chargers, but I'm like, first of all, <laughs> Seattle's, like, playing hard. They don't always win, but they're playing game, hard, like, stemming, and they can so score. A
0: touchdown, right?
1: they, they can score. They can definitely score. And and the Chargers, like, always find a way to give a game away. Dude, think about this is why I'm saying you got to fire the coach. Because... Our initial instinct is you're going to win, but you always give the game away. Players don't do that. That's a coaching issue. That is a coaching issue. I'm sorry, but it really is. So he's got to go. And that's why I couldn't, I couldn't take him because mm-hmm. I think they should win this game relatively easy. If you would have pointed to this game at the beginning of the season, you would have said the, the, the points would probably be like 11. Yeah. Fair by six. Yeah. Which is not a lot. And I still don't want to take him. Nope. That's crazy. It's crazy. Chiefs at 49ers. may have a little something to say about this game. Listen, you didn't bring up this oh. game, uh, but it was a surprise that San Francisco went into Atlanta and lost 28-14. They had
0: an egg. Yeah, it was a,
1: a lot of people were calling for that one. I know they were coming off a tough game and then going east and all this stuff. And we talked about how Arthur... Um, Smith. Arthur Smith is doing a really great job with smoking mirrors over there. I don't know how the hell he's doing it because they're de- just... No talent. What's very little talent at all on that team. I don't know how they're stopping anybody because the defense stinks. So, a team that I think is one of the best teams in the league goes in Atlanta and you lose by two touchdowns. Like, it's funny. They want Jimmy. Everybody wants Jimmy G to have high, bigger stats. He goes. He gets and goes and gets bigger stats, and they lose the game. That's not how this team wins football games. They got away from running the ball early. Now you're relying on Jimmy G. That's not what this team is. He's not a throw-the-ball 40-something times a game quarterback, and nor is this a th- throw-the-ball 40-something times a game offense, and it showed. Um, so, you know, and the Chiefs are coming off a tough game, physical game, highly emotional game. Both teams coming off losses. Both teams need a win, you know. So I think that might be a really fun game to watch. Two vastly different teams right yep you got yep. the chiefs with all the flash and the flare and no look passes with patty mahomes and then you have the steelers who i mean the steelers the niners who are kind of like old school grind it out play action pass play defense that kind of thing ah love that kind of stuff you know great kind of matchup love it should be a lot Pitt- of fun
0: pittsburgh coming off a big win at miami is trubisky back in as a quarterback I don't know. I haven't heard a thing about picking the co- concussion protocol thing. So, I know. I think the Steelers have, like, four guys on concussion protocol. So, they're tight end. Listen, they're quarterback. And this is
1: what we talked about. Uh, yeah. Unintended consequences when you say, ah,
0: they all, if they look shaky, they need to
1: come out. Okay. Better expand that roster to, like, 70 guys then because yeah. this is what's going to happen. Uh, listen, uh, nice win by the Steelers last week, but... Yeah, I, agree. I, I wouldn't expect this, and you know, Tom Tom's going to get his first losing season. Who are they playing? Who's it? Who's it? Who's it again? Steelers, Steelers. Dolphins, Dolphins. Yeah.
0: Well, two of them, I think th-
1: two is back. Two have passed uh, concussion protocol, so yeah, you he he start
0: practicing last week too. So he's yeah, he he had be. a week. Of, he's had a week of practice under him too, and now so. Well, I saved this one for last. It's the uh, it's the um, Bump and Rod Bowl, as mm-hmm. uh, people would say. <laughs> It is the New York Jets at the Denver Broncos, and I'm going to let you talk because I have I have no idea what to say. So go ahead.
1: I'll say this: um, I have high hopes in Mile High. Traditionally, this is a game that the Jets would lay an egg.
0: Yeah, I've thought that's Co- the only hope I'm having here.
1: Coming off a nice win, going out west. If you look at the Jets' record, a struggling Broncos team. You look at the Jets' record going west over the last. I don't know, five years. I know that for a fact. It doesn't matter who it is. They go out there. They don't just (laughs) lose. I mean, they're 14 feet underground. Like, the game's over by halftime. So, listen, I know Denver's struggling. I'll be honest with you. The Jets are not the team that Russell Wilson wants to face right now for one reason, one reason only. This is a super aggressive defense that has excellent defensive backs, especially corners. So you're not going to get easy completions on the outsides. You're going to have to attack the middle of the field where our middle linebackers and coverage are eh. And safety in coverage, Whitehead is eh. Not Russell Wilson's specialty. And the other thing is the Jets get a pass rush on, man. It is what it is. Like, they get a good pass rush on. So, but this is where the skeptic, skeptical Jet fan in me comes out. I, I'm not... I'm not predicting a Jets win, man. I think that's a big ask. Now, if they win this game too, I'll, I know to, I know Denver's not playing great, but their defense is playing pretty goddamn good. So if the yeah. Jets go in there and win this game too, I'll be 90% of the way there to, to believe in they're a good team. To go on the road at Green Bay and win, and then on the road at Denver and win back to back weeks. I don't care who you are in the NFL. That's a good. That's a good couple of weeks in a row. So. I'll be 90% of the way there if they win. On the other hand, yeah, Denver's I got, got a great defense, and I don't know that this is the kind of defense that the Jets want to face. So maybe take the under.
0: Yeah, this is this is kind of looking like that Colts. 17-13? This, this is kind of <laughs> looking like not 12-9. <laughs> 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 um, you uh you asked me for something uh earlier. Yeah, I think, it's, time. About
1: time. Five yeah,
0: I think it's about time. Best teams. Yeah, I think it's
1: about time we get a we and get some you set rankings. That up? I'm
0: gonna refill my cocktail.
1: I think that's a good idea. Yeah, you know, we last year we used to do uh, high five down low, and don't know. But what we're gonna do, and we're not even gonna do it every week. We're just gonna do it from time to time. Maybe every like two or three weeks, or maybe like if we feel like there's a a decent change in a top five or bottom five, we'll come back and do it again. But we'll do it more periodically as opposed to every week. But um, I think it's time we take a look at who we think are the top five teams in the league and who we think are the bottom five teams in the league. Uh, and this is more of a snapshot in time, right? Like it's kind of like what we see now and maybe a little bit of what we think going forward because when you hear my top five, you're going to be like, really? I don't know if that's true. One of my top five is more of like how I think they're going to end the season. It's more of what I think of them than their record. Um, But we'll do it more periodically. So I'll start it off. And I do have my top five in order, in descending order. So I'll give you all five of mine, okay? Are you going best or worst? I'm going fifth down to first here. So I think the fifth best team in the league, I got to give them credit. And, you know, I don't think it's a coincidence that they fired a defensive coach, went to an offensive coach, another five and one. And I'm going to say that's the Minnesota Vikings. And what's different about the Vikings, maybe more than anything, is they're winning some of those close games, games that in the last couple of years they would cough up and lose or they would come up just short. They're holding on in close games and they're making comebacks in close games. And that's a little different with them. I'll hold off on putting them any higher because Kirk Cousins still has to show me that he can do these kinds of, kinds of things in prime time, but right now they're five. Number four, I know this is going to be a bit of a surprise. I just think they're a better team than the record shows, and I think they're better with Jimmy G. So I have number four, San Francisco. I know they just lost to Atlanta, but I think they're one of the best That's one of the best defenses in the league. They're going to get healthier. They got some injuries, but they're going to get healthier. I think San Francisco's four. Number three, some people think this is low. Undefeated Eagles. I just don't know that they've beaten quality opponents enough, quality opponents for me to be convinced. They played a tight game with Detroit, so. Um, but I do think they're a very good team and a very complete team, so they deserve certainly deserve to be in this in this thing. And then one and two, I have two Buffalo. I still think Kansas City's the best team in the league, and here's why: I don't want to face Patrick Mahomes in a playoffs. I think, I love Josh Allen, and I would trade for him in a heartbeat if I could. I just think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. I think Andy Reid is the best offensive coach in the league. I think he does an amazing job with personnel. And I would just – I don't want to play either one of these guys if I didn't have to, but I really don't want to play Patrick Mahomes. I just – in a fourth quarter, very little time, whether you're up by a little or if you're down by a little, I don't want to play Patrick Mahomes. I don't want Patrick Mahomes on the other side of the field. So I think I still think they're the best team in the league.
0: Uh, but Buffalo same, is really, really good, obviously. We have, we have the same four out of five um, – for me, at five, I have the Dallas Cowboys. I think they're the best defensive team in the league. Uh, when they get Dak back. They got a little exposed keep...
1: this week against the Eagles, though.
0: They're a little bit. little, A little bit. Um, but, you know, when you're, when your defense on the field the whole time in short field. Absolutely. Still, that, I don't that, care that how that good you help.
1: are. Yeah, you're 100% right help. about that. Yeah. So when
0: they get Dak back and then when if they keep the same play calling that they had with Cooper Rush. Yeah, we've been I saying that, right? Would, I, I, I think this team could be really What's good. What's interesting
1: about that is that that's what they did with Dak when he first stepped into the role. They were running-the-ball defensive team, and they won a lot of games, 13-3. and three. Well, then,
0: well, then Jerry got fucking greedy, fell in love with wide receivers. Yeah, he before, got greedy. Uh, <laughs> Amari Cooper, C.D. Yeah. Lamb, Michael Gallup. So
1: You know what you're – because that's what fans like. But you know what fans really like? Winning. They like winning.
0: Number four, I got the Minnesota Vikings. I think everything you just said, I think they're – you know, uh, O'Connell's been great for them. Their defense is actually better now with, with Zimmer gone, which is bananas. Uh, double Cook, Justin Jefferson, great offensive players. Kirk's got to keep it together, and for yep. what it looks like so far, he has. Yep. Uh, number three, I got the Chiefs. I, th- I don't think I could put them any higher right now. I think you know. What's their record? Are they loss. four and two? They're four and two. Yeah. I'm not worried about them at all. No, I know. With I know. you, um, but their defense is a little bit Ooh, suspect. They-, they have a couple more holes than they used to. Uh, they miss Honey Badger big time there. We said that. But at the he stinks of the year.
1: in New Orleans right now. He's playing terrible. Different system. Totally. But I'm just saying he's playing terrible.
0: Um, number two, I got the Eagles. I think you got to give them their props to the best team in the NFC. It's fair. They're undefeated. Um, they don't have to play the, the Bills or the Chiefs to get the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's a big factor, too, for me. And they no, have a beautiful I, I,
1: schedule moving forward.
0: I mentioned I love Hurts. I'm a big fan of the person more than the player, yes. too. And what he's doing on the field just makes you feel better about really it. Really
1: easy guy to root for.
0: And number one, the Bills, I, I think they're they're just they're sick. The, Von Miller on the defense is helping them out. I know they're a little weak in the secondary. And like you mentioned, playing them in the playoffs against Mahomes or Burrow or Herbert, if they get there, could be a little bit of an issue. But offensively, they they could move the ball at will. And I don't think there's against anybody. There's not a down they're scared of, which is frightening.
1: You're 100% right. Yeah, the only difference I have in there is San Francisco. And listen, I just look at them and I say, this is not a team that's built for the regular season. This is a team that's built for the playoffs. Uh, They showed that last year. I think they were nine and eight going into the playoffs. And they probably should have been in the Super Bowl. Let's be honest, they probably should have been in the Super Bowl. So, and I think it's pretty much the same team, same coach, same team. I, but they're three and three. So it doesn't look like they belong in that top five. I just think, I think any team in the league would look at them and say, yeah, they're really good. That's that's one of the best teams in the league. So, that's all. Yep. God, if they could get, you know, you know, I like Jimmy G, but I also recognize not a top 10 quarterback. I think he's more like 12, 13, somewhere in that range. Um, Yeah. 14, 12, 13, 14, something like that. I don't think he's any different than Dak. I think him and Dak are virtually the same. I I really genuinely do. And I think he's in that same range, too. Boy, if they got a if they, I don't know, Kyler Murray trade or something like if they if they were able to pull off some kind of trade or because I just I'm not there with the kid they drafted. But if they were to get like a top five quarterback, that team would be dude. Yep. Just look out. Bottom five. Uh, I do not have these in any specific order because I was just looking and I'm like, and does it really matter if you're.
0: We might have the same five. We might. Be I obvious. have
1: Houston and ugh, I like Davis Mills. That's a bad team. It's just they're bereft of talent. It just is what it is. I have Washington. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but for now, this is how it's going. I still have Detroit. It hurts me to say it, but I have Detroit. Carolina is awful. And they want to be awful at this point. They want the first pick in the draft. And I have Arizona in that bottom five, man. They can't wow. score. They can't score. Now, look, Denver can't score either, but they can play really good defense. So they win They win shitty, ugly games sometimes. they, um, do they have a, What are they, have, three and three?
0: Denver? Denver. Two and four.
1: They're two and four also?
0: Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. There should be four and two. But they have
1: a really good defense. Arizona has no offense, no defense. They're just an ugly team to watch. Uh, I think they're probably going to lose tonight. So, eh, those are my five.
0: My five, I got them in order. Number five, I got the Lions. You know, it hurts me to say it. Hurts. it but I know. One one we want them to it's win. It's like, God damn it. Yep. Number four, I got the Commanders. I hate Wentz. I I I I would not. I don't root for injuries. I'm sorry he broke his hand. And, the guy, and listen, <laughs> I give the guy some credit. He played through it for a half and a, a half and a, yeah. and a quarter. Play through it. He's going to miss some time. And, you know, I got to be honest, Heineken might be better. I'm not even Don't you just give a
1: chance to Sam Howell?
0: You drafted the not kid. yet.
1: Don't you want to find out what you got?
0: Come yeah, on. But Heineken Heineke got you to the playoffs the one year. So I was shocked they even went after Wentz, went. But that's a story for another day. Yeah. Three, I got our boy Justin Fields in the Bears. They stay. Oh, my God. How do I not have the Bears in here? I was that's right. They stink. oh my god. Scratch uh, scratched at. Yeah. Number two, we love the we love the quarterback and a couple of their weapons on offense, but they're just built to lose the Texans. Um and number one, the Panthers are absolutely unwatchable at this point. Oh, I mean, you changed don't.
1: my mind. I take Arizona six. <laughs> the Bears are bad. They're bad. They go in there. I don't care. <laughs> Let's get to some college football. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. Ah! I'm like, I forget the Bears. I've been I've been ripping on them the whole time. I kill Justin Fields on a weekly basis. By the way, Russell Wilson no, is playing just like uh, but just like Justin Fields, missing wide open guys, throwing a ball in the dirt. He looks, looks like just Justin Fields, but like a foot and a half shorter. <laughs>
0: Great thanks. You fucking scumbag! He look, he's um, the
1: Oompa Loompa version of Justin Fields right now. Hello. You know
0: this. This really isn't that funny, because I've been oh, with yeah, the right. Jets for twenty-something years, <laughs> yeah. and I'm coming back. It's really not that funny. Uh,
1: <laughs> I can say whatever I want. We're four and You're, two, and I got to take advantage of it because I don't believe it's you, gonna last.
0: You got carte blanche, my friend. Uh, week seven review in college football. Tennessee and I was gonna Alabama. say, we please look, college football is?
1: Can we please get to the good game? What a game, dude. I was watching it with a bunch of friends. And, uh, uh
0: cocktails.
1: you t- well, yeah, <laughs> I don't really do that kind of thing, but sure. no, um, I mean. <laughs> Might be doing it right now. Um, dude, this was number one, fun game. Number two, Hendon Hooker, who we have, of course, introduced to the country. Uh, we were ahead of the curve, and now, now you have him on the Heisman Trophy list. And what's maybe the most important thing about it is he had his Heisman Trophy moment. I think it was like a third and relatively long. I don't know, eight to twelve, third and eight yeah. to twelve against Alabama. They needed the first down, and he throws a ball while getting hit on a friggin' dime. First down. I think that might have been what led to the f- game-winning field goal. Yeah, right. Huge play. End of game. Heisman Trophy moment. God, you you just took a breath like you needed to say
0: something. No, I, I, no, I, I was no, I was letting you roll. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I forgot the kid's last name, but the kid who scored five touchdowns. What well, Alabama made no adjustments to cover that kid. So, so like, let, at, at all.
1: Let's be honest. This is not. This is not the same Alabama team we're used to seeing. There are definitely some holes on this team. They're not as Ooh. explosive at wide receiver. Although, listen, they scored some points. We knew they were going to score some points against Tennessee. Tennessee is not up to par defensively with Alabama. Like, they're not. Um, but I'll tell you what, man. Who, I, I always forget his goddamn name. Who's the coach? Heupel? Yeah, Josh Heupel, uh, is This guy is number one making money. Week to week, he's making more money every week because by the end of the season, they're going to have to give him a monster contract extension. And recruiting probably just went through the goddamn roof. So you're only going to see Tennessee get better. My guess is at some point during the season, before they get to like the SEC championship game, listen, it's the SEC. It's tough. They're probably going to lose a game. Okay. But, man, this is a fun team to watch, dude. They have some speed. What's that?
0: Their defense is really bad.
1: Their defense is not particularly good,
0: but they played
1: inspired for a lot of this game and they came up big in some spots. Especially they played really well early and then they kind of showed they kind of showed who they are for a while. Like second half they couldn't stop Alabama at all. No. Uh, but they have what might be the best quarterback in the country, at least college football wise best quarterback in the country. And dude, he can absolutely spin it. I mean, he has a good arm. And he is deadly accurate and makes great decisions. He's I 24, l- right? I love this kid. I have no idea. Is he that old? I think he is. Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. that's pretty old. But at this at, in this league now, you can play until you're 40. So that doesn't matter like it used to, you know?
0: Yeah, just like Russell Wilson can. Ugh, Ugh. bad
1: comparison. But I first love thing, first, this first kid. First thing
0: on the Google, Hendon Hooker age. Is it 24. Older, yeah, he'll be twenty-five before the draft. Oh my god,
1: he's like oh, middle-aged.
0: No. That sucks, dude.
1: You wouldn't take him. You would take him in I Denver. Think,
0: I take <laughs> fucking you right now in Denver. Are you kidding?
1: <laughs> but dude, so we didn't even get to the best part. Go like ahead. the game was awesome, right? Like the game oh, was man. awesome. The kid oh. the kid puts a knuckleball. I don't know if I don't know if a piece of Alabama got a piece of it or not. It was really close, but a kid puts a knuckleball through.
0: That's say like a Richie Deville sandwich <laughs> right there, coming in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the best part, and this is what's different so about Rich, co- love you, buddy. This is what's different about college football than the NFL. I think there's somewhere in the neighborhood of like a hundred and ten thousand people that fit into yeah, yeah. uh, Nealon Stadium. stadium. I think 90,000 of them are on the field. We're, I don't know. Anybody who um yeah if you go, go to YouTube or something like that you go go watch the game winning field goal as soon as that son of a bitch goes through the uprights the referees start sprinting to the other end to get their asses off the field or else they know they're not getting off the goddamn field. Yes. The field gets flooded. I know I know Tennessee got fined 100 grand by the SEC. They don't give a shit. Small price to pay to beat Alabama, right? To have Seventy thousand kids on the field. There's just a sea of orange that they're not going anywhere. Smoking cigars all over. the...
0: Dude, dude I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up. It's
1: just, I couldn't. The game is over and I can't stop watching. Like I, I'm, thing, I'm trying to put myself on the field. Like I can feel like I'm on the field. You know, ah, dude,
0: awesome, awesome. That cigar awesome. thing to me is the best. It's, it's of like, course. It's a
1: cool... It's so cool. The celebration—they're all young kids and so having a good so time. We're also big
0: cigar guys too. A lot of people yes. probably think it's stupid, but no. Well,
1: so it's the idea of celebrating, and and you don't get yeah. to do this in the NFL. You don't get to jump on a field and celebrate with the players. The players are mixed in. There's too many people that can't even get to the locker room, so they're just mixed in with the fans. You never get to see that. That's it's a purely college football thing, and it's pure. It's real. It's visceral. Like you're, if you're watching on TV, you can like. You know, you can mentally put yourself on the field in the moment. There's nothing like that. I'm sorry. I watched I watch that, the, the kind of on-field celebration, as intently as I was watching the game. Like, I couldn't take my eyes off it. I was jealous. You're jealous. You want to be there. You know what I mean? Oh, God. Awesome. Awesome stuff. It's so did awesome. You ever
0: hear the, did you ever hear the Greg McElroy story when he was at Alabama? Tell me. So when he was at Alabama, they were running through everybody, especially Tennessee. Tennessee hasn't beaten them in, what, like 17 years or something yeah. like that? Yeah. So, you know, they're they're up big, and he wasn't even playing yet. He was a backup. But he goes, they all forgot lighters and cutters. So they're talking to fans in the stands. Like, listen, you got lighters and cutters? So they're throwing down oh lighters and cutters. Late in the fourth quarter, they tell him to go in the game. He's got like six lighters and cutters stuck in his pants <laughs> as he's he going into the game. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, oh, my God. That's hilarious. Oh,
1: it's that is hilarious. No, it was just a beautiful scene. It is a... It is a total composite of what makes college football so special and so different. It's not just the football. Um, It's the intensity from week to week. Not that the NFL isn't intense, but we all see a drastic difference in regular season football to playoff football, right? Like something just happens. The players turn on a little more. College football, that game was played as hard as any playoff or bowl game would be played because it's as important. You can't lose a game, or you might be out of the playoffs. So, God, it was a beautiful thing. It was exciting as hell. I could tell you the feeling I had at the end of that game. I'm a quasi Tennessee fan. Like my dad was, loved the color orange, so he kind of rooted for Tennessee because they are obviously orange. I have some Tennessee claw, you know, a hat and T-shirt and all kinds of stuff. The feeling I had at the end of that game, watching the end of the game, and then watching this, the fans and the on the field. Uh, the Jets beating Greenback doesn't come close.
0: Right. It's a day later
1: and that's my team
0: Yeah, and
1: it doesn't even come close.
0: Yep,
1: it doesn't even come close. It's magic. It's just magical. It's a beautiful thing.
0: Let's go to the cathedral that is college football, the big house in Ann Arbor. Mm. I think they're still running the ball down Penn oh State's throw. What, 400 yards? 418 yards rushing. Good Lord. They beat Penn State. Penn State was in the game at the half. They got two fluke plays to keep them in the game. But I wasn't nervous at all. I'm like, this is just.
1: There was only one. There's only one team that them. might have been more upset than Penn State, or almost as upset as Penn State, and that's Ohio State, yeah. because if this is really who Michigan is, uh, that is not what Ohio State wants to see. Because they have to stop that run, and they have to get the ball back. Uh, that keeps the ball out of the offense's Strong. hands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dude. That was as impressive, you know, it's funny cuz you were you and I were both like saying, "Be careful, Jim, like cuz he doesn't open the playbook."
0: Yeah, and then here
1: but, we go. Then boom. But then they they go out and they just just absolutely boat race the, the, the Penn State. I yeah, didn't think 10 team in
0: the country. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't know that I felt that they were as good as their ranking was, but they're undefeated and they're a pretty goddamn good team. Dude, they and shit they, on and they, them. And they
0: got top-class athletes, too. That's yeah, absolutely. What, that's what I was more worried about. They shit on him the
1: in every way that they could. Like, yeah, they shut down the Penn State offense. They, I mean, dude, you're, the only team I know of that runs for 400 yards is either Army or Navy. That's it. Or Air Force. <laughs> he, nobody else does that because nobody – unbelievable performance. If you're a Michigan fan out there, this is a game that should – like, I know you thought you were a good team, but this is the kind of game that you're really encouraged. And I'm going to say one more thing and – I know you like think like I jinxed – I I didn't text you at all during the game. This is as fast a Michigan team as Jim Harbaugh has had.
0: As I've ever seen. Unlike last
1: year when they went and played um, Georgia. Georgia, yeah. They were not athletic enough. I honestly believe – now. I don't think Georgia and Alabama are what they were last year. So they've taken a step down, but Michigan has absolutely taken a step up athletically. They have an excellent running game. Excellent offensive line. Real, real genuine speed on defense. Uh, I'm not All three pre- levels. Yeah, I'm not predicting national championship or anything like that.
0: No, no, but no, no, last
1: no. year we kind of thought they were a playoff team but not a championship team.
0: Yeah.
1: They are absolutely in the hunt to win the national title this year. Absolutely.
0: It's um, as like impressive a that. win as
1: they've had other than Ohio State last year. It's as impressive a win as they had in the last two years.
0: I like that you said that. I'm going to give Jim Harbaugh some credit because, I, you know, I was a big time. Yeah, because he's I was everybody's been a critic for, a for a long so long time. now. Yeah. You know, it took him a little longer to get there. He's got his team, and they are deep too, bro. You said, Speed, they're deep. Yes. He's playing freshman. He doesn't care. Dude, you only got him for three, four years. Use the goddamn kids. Absolutely. That's like what we're saying about Jackson and Saquon. If you're going to use them, if you're going to lose them, use them. Yeah. doesn't matter.
1: And I'll give us some credit because Jim Harbaugh clearly listens to this podcast. It's obvious now because <laughs> – Two years ago, when we first started, we said, hey, Jim, get back to what you did at Stanford that made you so successful, that kind of ground and pound, then play action pass over the top kind of thing. Lo and behold, what do they do really, really well? They run the living shit out of the ball, and they play action pass as good as any team in the country right now. Stanford should come and take a lesson from Michigan on how to run play action pass. That's how good they are. They
0: have a little bit like the San Francisco Alex Smith. Yes, yes, Yeah. yeah.
1: No, it's Shanahan in general. It looks very much like a Shanahan type. Yeah. Although they're in shotgun a little more than San Francisco is. It's that type of offense. It's a run-based, play-action-pass offense. Big you know, big plays off the play-action-pass, run-the-ball offense. And it's different than the rest of college football. Everybody in college football, we just talked Tennessee, Alabama, they're throwing their shit out of the ball all over the field. Michigan is Army-Navy with, really, with real athletes. And and a quarterback who can throw the shit out of the ball, yeah. And receivers who are you know elite athletes. Like this is a good football team. This is a very good football team. They showed it to you on Saturday.
0: Yeah, they have a bye week this week, much deserved. I think it's get a week and a New good United thing, State get away week. from that. Yeah, you know, exactly.
1: digest that, get it out of your system, and then move right. forward.
0: I didn't see it down in this game. I'm hoping you did. Uh, Utah 43, USC 42. It felt like a. Unbelievable game. USC
1: got off to a, a little bit of a lead. They looked like the better team, but then it just became a shootout, and it kind of became like who's got the ball last.
0: Now, how did it, how did it get to forty three? Did Utah go for two at some point? I don't. I,
1: I, like that, I, I don't. Okay. I didn't. I listen. I not
0: I'm, totally I'm, I'm an old man. There, I'm a, I'm not up yeah. that late
1: anymore, unless it's like uh, Halloween or something like that. But um, we, I think we both kind of thought this was a tough spot for USC. Now. It's never okay to lose. We never say, like, it's, a, uh, it's like, don't worry about it. But this is one of those games where we would call it, like, a quote-unquote good loss. Like, mm. Utah's a really tough place to go and play. They've, you know, the team, there have been Definitely. multiple teams over the last, I don't know, decades who have undefeated seasons or really good seasons going on, and they go play Utah at Utah, and they get smoked. Mm-hmm. So they didn't get smoked. You know, this was a last possession Kansas City Chiefs versus the Buffalo Bills type of game. Utah had the ball basically last, won the game, and and that was it. Uh, they're a really good home team. That's just what really what it comes down to. USC is a very good football team, though.
0: Yeah, they are.
1: I tell you what, I, they're not national championship worthy this year. I'm not even sure that they're playoff worthy this year. There's a very good chance they could run the table number one. Um, but I'll tell you this: next year. I know you don't I know you don't love the guy I, but I know,
0: I got, I got to start I got to start maybe easing off the pedal on the on, on or the throw. It is lane. what it is. Um, You know what it is, dude? Um, Lincoln Riley.
1: Yeah, you know what it is? Uh it's a we, it's a weak conference. And it's USC.
0: It is a weak conference. If you put well, you, it's like that-
1: it's like Clemson in the ACC. <laughs> like Clemson is exactly like a 10 is. and and the next closest team in the ACC is a
0: 6. Although that UCLA game is going to be fun, it will be. It will be. Uh, one more, bud. We'll move on. Um, I had a little interest in this game because I might have had a little cash on the game. Ooh. Oklahoma State dominates TCU for about fifty oh minutes. Oh my god! And then all of a sudden, TCU out of nowhere ties the thing up, getting overtime, and and sneak the thing up by three points. I and you know we were we've been high on Gundy for the last three weeks. How does that happen?
1: It happens because they're they are loaded with three star athletes. Um, mm, you never, yeah. very, it's always TCU. Absolutely. So I'm am <laughs> just saying like that's why if you if if you're a bunch of five star athletes you hold on, and this is why it's such a great coaching. He, he, that's why he's an underrated coach because we expect better, right? Like we don't expect this to happen to him because they seem like such a strong program. But you look at how their recruiting classes go, it's all three stars, maybe two, four stars. Very rarely do they get a five star athlete at Oklahoma State. So, meanwhile, they're a six and oh, seven and oh team, and you're like, this is a great team, but they're not loaded with like superior talent. What they get is what you get at Gonzaga, right? Or Villanova basketball, which is you get guys who stay for all four years, and by the time they're juniors and seniors, they're friggin'. Well-versed in that offense or defense or whatever you know Oklahoma State does, whatever you're playing at Oklahoma State. But that's what happens. But the funny thing you ask, you you say, like, how does this happen? I want to ask you, is TCU for real? This is a team that beat Oklahoma now. They beat Oklahoma State. I don't know if they played Kansas State. I feel like they actually beat Kansas State. They play them this week. Oh, they play them this week. Okay. I
0: think so. Do I have that down? Yeah. K-State at TCU. What's TCU playing a fucking – they're home every week. Uh, let's go to. Hmm. That's got to be a night game, right? They, I think they, they played
1: Texas Tech already. Oh, by the way, the kid, the starting quarterback for Texas Tech, <laughs> is a redshirt freshman.
0: I love how your voice gets all like, uh, <laughs> like "I'm telling
1: you a lot. secret." Just shh, don't. Tell Eight o'clock.
0: About. FS1. TCU schedule. We played Oklahoma, Kansas, Oak State. So they have K-State, and then they have Texas Tech, Texas Baylor at the end of the year.
1: A tough stretch. We'll find out if they're for real because that's a tough stretch.
0: That's a tough stretch.
1: It's a tough stretch.
0: At Texas, at Baylor, but they get the Red Raiders at home. Yeah.
1: With a really good redshirt freshman quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Week eight? Yeah, let's see what we got coming up. I'm terribly excited. Uh,
0: Uh, Pretty good slate, dude. I'm not going to lie to you.
1: Of course it is. It's college football. There's 100 beautiful games. Beautiful so there's gotta I be. Got
0: nothing, I got nothing going on. Michigan's got, on. No stress. I'm gonna, oh, it's best gonna part, be.
1: my son's game is at 10 o'clock, so we'll be home by 1230. Beautiful.
0: Beautiful. I'm going to get fat. Get some cold cuts, make some sandwiches. Awesome. <laughs> cool. oh,
1: just oh. love the term cold cuts. <laughs> oh, I just got hungry thinking about it.
0: <laughs> it makes it wiggle. Yes. Iowa Hawkeyes go to Columbus and play the uh, Buckeyes. I know Iowa's got a pretty good defense, but I don't see them slowing down. No, I want to stay there.
1: Favored by 30 and a
0: half. This is a great one up. I saw it at 29. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Fair
1: by 30 and a half. Uh, this is usually a great spot to take Iowa, but they can't score against they Clifton High score. School right now. So, uh, tough spot for them. But this is usually the kind of game where they keep it unusually close. Is this game uh, at Ohio State?
0: Yeah, you should listen to the podcast. It's pretty good. I, heard, I think um, I heard that before. Iowa off a bye. No. So was Ohio State, but I had more to work on than Ohio State did. Iowa will buy no. you had to think they put in a couple of wrinkles, to at least score some. You need points, more than a like, couple.
1: No, no.
0: Listen, I think it's going come be on. Like look at the two. history of Iowa. They, they don't have, have wrinkles.
1: 14. There's no. The only wrinkles are in no the wrinkles. coach's face. He's it's been there for no, maybe too long. No wrinkles. There's no wrinkles. There's not. A, let's thought, put it this way. There's not enough wrinkles to make this a competitive football game. I agree. Fuck and it. if it is, then Michigan jumps Ohio State in the rankings, even if it's just a competitive game.
0: It's, uh, I don't need any rankings that because that game's gonna say it all at the end of the. year. Of I, I, that's the Michigan fans on Twitter like, "Why are we getting jumped?" Who gives a fuck? It's mid October. Who cares? Yep. Doesn't matter. Um, I never thought I'd be saying this game. I week eight, Syracuse at Clemson.
1: Huge game. I may have a little something to say about this in oh, a little bit.
0: He's going in. Um, it's a huge game, and the funny
1: thing is, like you and I both think like Clemson is overrated, but then the question becomes, who the hell's gonna beat them?
0: Like they well, that's why I had that in my final four because I knew they were going to run through the SEC and I, the ACC. And I thought Florida State had them for a little bit. They did, week,
1: but, but they don't. But I will man. say this: Syracuse is undefeated. And if Syracuse has a specific strength on their, th- this is the best Syracuse team in a while. This is a real football oh, team, by the way. Dude, I watched it, them like,
0: it's got to be like twenty years.
1: I watched I watched them play last week. This is a good football team, and this is why. <coughs> their defense is very good. Their defense is legit.
0: And I don't, we don't love DJ either. I don't so.
1: know about their offense. And I think they have nah, a trans- right. I think they have a transfer quarterback who they has don't. elevated yeah. them and has helped. Um but their defense is legit. And I'm sorry, this is the part of Clemson that I think is average to below average is their offense. So if they could find a way to maybe uh keep let's see, if they can keep Clemson to seventeen points or less. I think I think Syracuse has a real chance of winning this. I
0: think that's a pretty good number I, would say yeah, I don't think it's 20. absurd
1: to think that they can do that because I think Clemson's offense is average at best.
0: Clemson home game's tough. if this game was in the dome I think maybe they feel that thing That thing could get rocking if they, you know but, but it's at Clemson
1: uh, but it's a day like, game at Clemson. I'm pretty sure it's a day game it is a day I think if it was a night pick. game I'd be a little more a little more scurred. but yeah. it's a day game and I give that. Syracuse a chance.
0: You're fighting Lane Kiffin's. Go to Death Valley, the other Death Valley, and play Brian Kelly's LSU Tigers. It's
1: fascinating the order in which you're throwing this preview out here because it might have a little something to say about this oh game my too. Goodness. I think I do too, sir. Let me ask you something. If you think of the openings, the coaching openings that are out there, Lane Kiffin's name always comes up. And now put yourself in his shoes and the job he's done at Ole Miss. They're undefeated right now. I don't think anybody thinks they're one of the elite teams in the SEC, but they're a New Year's Day bowl game team.
0: No doubt about it.
1: Are you considering any of those other college the other jobs? Schools, the jobs that
0: are open right now, currently not. No.
1: Not Wisconsin. No way. Not Nebraska. Nebraska not Iowa Arizona Nebraska. State. Not Georgia Tech. Like none of these are on your radar, right? Like Colorado, you don't even no. you don't even take an interview, right? You're not you're like no. nope, I'm good. Yeah, I thought so. I just want to make sure because I don't think so either.
0: I have a counter to that. Does the NFL come calling at all for him again? I don't
1: think so. I don't. Think I think so the NFL is has run dry on taking college coaches. I will say this: Does the
0: CFL come? I'm just. <laughs>
1: I will say this. Georgia Tech is a little interesting to me, and here's why. Was it the conference? Because of the conference. The ACC is fucking thin.
0: But I think that's what makes Lane Lane, because he likes that tough SEC West kind of thing. Like,
1: I know, but if you're considering yeah. national championship, like if you think you're a national championship type coach, which I think he probably does, everywhere he's gone, he's won. Yeah. So... Do you do you consider that Georgia Tech job thinking three years or four years down the road we're contending for our, at least an ACC championship and if you're the ACC champion you're probably a playoff team because you got to look and say in the SEC I don't know that we're ever going to be a playoff team
0: no I don't I don't think I don't look at okay. Georgia Tech at all I got to be honest with you I think i have to put Georgia Tech last on that list I might put Colorado ahead of Georgia Tech
1: no. If Although it's a, lo- a lovely place you've never to been live. If you're
0: in Boulder, it's fucking invincible. <laughs> lovely, <bananas. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> lovely place
1: to live, yeah. <laughs> and to be um, honest, you, less pressure, right? There's no pressure there. No, There's probably no. more pressure in Mississippi than there is in Colorado.
0: Especially And U- Colorado's really won a championship
1: back, yeah. more recently than Mississippi. Let's be honest, they beat it Notre Dame. Sure so. <laughs> uh,
0: we just talked about them, UCLA at Oregon. This game's got a lot of juice, man, because it it's really like does. game day's going to be there. It's. It,
1: That UCLA defense is what's better than most people think because people, when they think of Chip Kelly, they think of offense. And there are some some talented players on that offense. They have a really veteran offensive line. Obviously, you have like a seven-year quarterback there. He's been there forever, and he's started since he was a freshman with Chip Kelly.
0: Good
1: player. Um, Listen, Oregon is a really tough place to go. They always play well there. It's hard to go in there and win. I do think it's possible for UCLA to go win this game. And if they do... To your point, just a couple of minutes ago, that sets up very nicely for a few weeks from now, UCLA versus um, versus USC, which will be a lot of fun. So I got to be honest with you, I'm kind of rooting for UCLA here because I want that game to really matter a lot. And by the way, what if, what if UCLA wins this game, beats USC? Isn't that kind of like an automatic bid to the Final Four?
0: I think, you, I think so. It's got to be, right?
1: You're did undefeated? Hold on. Let
0: me see something.
1: Have they played Utah yet? They beat I'll Utah. They beat Utah. Like, they beat oh, Utah. Yeah, they
0: did.
1: they, they did. did. You're right. You're right. It was you're at right. home. It was at home, but they beat Utah. Now you're going to beat work. If they beat, and these are huge ifs, by the way. So we're getting ahead of ourselves for sure. But if they beat, U, uh, Oregon, and then if they beat USC. They gotta be in, man. Come on. Those are like three top 25 teams. Top 10 teams.
0: Hold on a second. So the Pac-12... Holy shit. So USC, Utah are both the near same division side of the Pac-12? Yeah. Pac-12 South? How's Utah in the Pac-12 South? Um... <laughs>
1: Is our Pac-12 so they, East?
0: So, so they might be. So they, <laughs> so they might have to. So they might have to play Oregon again in the Pac-12 Championship game. If that's
1: oh UCLA, you mean? Yeah. So if they because, beat
0: them. So if they played them, so the Pac-12 North is Cal who blows, right? Oregon State who blows, Stanford who blows, Washington who fucking fell off the face of the earth yeah. last couple weeks, Washington State that they're not there, and or, Oregon. Huh. So they're gonna have to play them again, if
1: if they run the table. If
0: they
1: run the table, yeah. that's a huge if, by the way. But yeah,
0: um, sneaky another sneaky good one here, man. Texas Longhorns at the Oklahoma State Cowboys.
1: Absolutely right, because uh, Texas is playing really well. They're or playing better lately. Certainly a lot of talent. We're still hoping that they have the ability to finish games, and we think Gundy's a really good coach coming off a tough loss. Uh, tough spot. Where's that game? Stillwater. I got. I got. Th- I got to think. I like Oklahoma State in that game. I think they have. Well, Ewers is back for Texas, and that has made a huge difference for them. It's cl- difference. They're clearly a bit a better team with him at quarterback. So, yeah, that's. You're right, dude. That is a sneaky good game. I'm sitting here thinking like I'm definitely taking Oklahoma State. What well, Ewers at quarterback for Texas?
0: That's if not. He a get hurt, con- if he doesn't get hurt in that Alabama game, they beat them. I think
1: definitely they almost beat him.
0: anyway. And then, and then you lost could the game you, after because, yeah. Could wow. you
1: imagine you you could be sitting? You really probably should be sitting here with a two loss Alabama team. When's the last time
0: they lost two friggin' games? It's been a while. At least it's early, but they usually maybe finish <laughs> with two in, at the end of January. Maybe when the championship game's over. Yeah, but. dude. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> speaking of those raw, raw pesky elephants. Mississippi State, and your boy Mike Leach goes to Tuscaloosa, and I think this is a tough spot. Very tough
1: spot. They've run into (laughs) tough times the last couple weeks. Um, Listen, Mike Leach, is this is second year there? Or second or third year? Second year, right?
0: I want to say third.
1: Either way, this is a really tough spot. Uh, You know, Alabama coming off the loss. They're going to be pissed off. Uh, I would expect this one to – I could see this one getting out of hand quick. Although I will say this, Mike Leach – they, they can score. So I suspect I suspect Mississippi State will score somewhere in the 20s, but I expect Alabama to maybe put 50 on the board. I don't know what the spread on that game is, but I would think it would probably be like, I don't know, 22? Do you have the
0: spread? I was going to say 19. You're probably more closer. Yeah. Um, a game that I'm going to have something to say in a couple seconds, Minnesota at Penn State.
1: Two weeks ago, this would have been a bigger game right or or I guess three weeks ago because I think Illinois uh, um, Illinois because they just I had Illinois last week against Minnesota (laughs) Minnesota just lost to Illinois the week before they lost they're on two game losing streak Penn State on a one game losing lost one game that's not a losing streak Um, I'm looking (laughs) I'm looking for the score I'm looking for the for the odds on that that Alabama game Um, where's that game Happy Valley yeah, this should, this should be a Penn State romp because, you know, you lose one game, then you come back angry. You got two games in a row, you're starting to doubt yourself. So I'd rather be in Penn State's shoes right now, like, hey, we're coming off a tough loss. Fuck this, we're going to beat the shit out of them. And Minnesota's like, oh, boy, the wheels are coming off the wagon a little bit. So that that's that's my thinking on that one. Tennessee's playing Tennessee Martin. You don't think that's a big game this week?
0: No. Can I say something real quick that's off the, uh, off the path here? Of course you I can. Hate, I hate sneakers with a suit.
1: I can't stand it either. You're watching ESPN, aren't you? Yeah, I can't. This
0: stand This is it. the
1: thing, I, it, dude. Grow up. It's comfortable. Who gives a shit? Be a grown up. You're a friggin' man. Dude,
0: I can't stand. Uh, Saddle anyway, up, dude. I, I know. I sound like I'm 60. It's but so that's, stupid. That's, oh, it looks, it looks grow hard. Grow up. Dude.
1: You're a friggin' adult. I like my sneakers. Then, 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 then do talk radio.
0: Oh God. You can't put on fucking loafers for an hour. Come on. Hour? Yeah, take them off out
1: there. How long are you on TV for? Unreal. So stupid. Why not we're just anyway. slippers? Uh, Jerks. That's what they look like. If you look quick, they look like
0: them slip-ons. Jerks. Two more. A game that we we were... 21.
1: Alabama's favored by 21.
0: Oh, mate. Good, good call. That was close. So I was higher on one team. You were higher on the other team here, and they're kind of both mediocre. Texas A&M at South Carolina. A lot of maroon in that game. A lot <sighs> of maroon. Are,
1: these are two seasons that are going differently. Like, Texas A&M started solid... But then can't score, and they've been struggling since. South Carolina, who I thought would start well, started really slow. But they played better in the last couple weeks.
0: Yeah, they beat uh, they beat somebody last week, didn't they?
1: Yeah, they certainly did. And I think it was one of my picks. I think Probably. I bet against them, didn't I? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Maybe We're the prop. Listen, this is just good. This will come down to one thing: can Texas A and M score? South Carolina, the one thing I noticed about them more than anything last year and why I liked them coming into this season was they're super physical on defense, so I expect them to be the same way, and that's the last thing Texas A&M wants to see because they can't freaking score. They really struggle on offense, so I think South Carolina has a really good chance of winning this game. And if they, Where's that game being played?
0: South Carolina. Yeah, see, that's a really –
1: and if that's a night game, I don't know. Yeah, if that's it's, a night, not,
0: it's, it's cool there. That's
1: a really tough place to play, man. That's one of the coolest openings in all of college sports, especially at
0: night. I got um, family. I should go to a game down
1: there. You really should, and you should pick me up on the way. Okay. Because I'm south of you. Um, by the way, that's always been. Or just meet me at the airport. The like two. you said, off the beaten path. You, you want to know what a dream Saturday for me is? We go to like a noon start at Clemson, where they run down the hill. They do oh, the whole run down the hill. Watch that yet. game, and then a night game at the Gamecocks. Dude, they, that's
0: a great idea.
1: I don't know if wow. that ever works out. That I don't know if the, the schedule. Hell have,
0: ever, you, have you been? My whole. I've been life. thinking that's that one for years, idea. man. I've
1: wanted that one for years. I'm like, just give me that day. That's a Holy day. Shit. I don't even need to watch the whole Clemson game. I just want to see the start, and then I'll take off and head off to the, to the Gamecocks game.
0: Cox <laughs> lubered up at 9 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last one we just talked about, the K-State Wildcats at the TCU Horn Frogs.
1: Uh, so TCU's home again. I expect them to win because uh, I, they're undefeated right now, right? I believe they're undefeated, so I would expect this to continue. But you know what's funny? And especially with college football because uh, they're kids. These are kids who go to class and there's things that happen in their lives that don't necessarily – you know, pros don't necessarily deal with. Um, Funny things happen, but this is a game that they should win. But when you're playing these big games week after week after week and you're pulling them out in close ones and, you know, like you just said, they made the monster comeback against Oklahoma State, it's hard to stay up and keep, you know – it's it's funny I just I'll bring this back to how we started the show with my son's baseball team last night, we were playing a team and I could hear some of the kids on my team saying like, hey can we like maybe we should do our batting order in the opposite order and I feel bad for those guys and I'm like, whoa, everybody, get in here right now. Yeah, yeah. Don't be so cocky and don't think you're so good that you could just mail it in because we're not good enough. But it's hard. We're, we're humans. You know what I mean? Like, so you win game after game after game, and some of them are close, and some of them maybe you shouldn't have won, and you did. And you start thinking, well, we don't lose, so it's just automatic. And that's what you can. That's something where Kansas State can kind of take advantage of that because TCU might be feeling themselves a little bit. So, but TCU should win this game. They should yep. win this game.
0: I like a lot of purple. There's a lot of co- same color matchups this Yeah, you're up. right. Absolutely right. You want to uh, give me your top four in college football as we stand? Sir? Yeah,
1: because I think we're are we ha- we're more than halfway through the season now, right?
0: We're halfway home. About this halfway. we halfway home because now the buys are kicking in. So I so there's some teams that have six games played, and so I don't have seven. this in
1: in any order because, like you said, it doesn't really matter right now. And some of these teams are going to play each other, and in a round robin kind of tournament like that. I don't think it matters yet. As we get closer to the end of the season, maybe we'll rank them a little more, but these are my top four. And then I have the two that right now are just on the outside. Uh, I have Tennessee off the huge win. I still have Georgia in there. Listen, they're undefeated. Their offense is not always great, but shockingly, I don't know how, but their defense is still amazing. Even after they lost 10 out of 11 starters. And then Ohio State and Michigan. It is what it is, man. It's SEC and it's um, it's Big SEC 10. and it's the Big Ten. I don't have Clemson anywhere near this. I have Bama and USC right now, just on the outside.
0: Yeah, um, I have them in order. I just, I have one Tennessee. I think they earned it. They have the better win out of them in Georgia. You know, so right now, I have Ohio State two, just because of the firepower. I have Georgia three sure. and Michigan four. If USC would have won last week, it would have been maybe a little different. I don't know what I would have done there. I think. I don't know how you put probably... them
1: ahead of any of those teams, though.
0: Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, and yeah, in Alabama, obviously after the loss, but you know they're not going anywhere. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So no, I think that clears up. I think we're in good in good shape right there. Let me ask you this before we get. Anyway, hey, hold, hold
0: on one one second before you ask me. The best part is those Michigan, Ohio State play and Tennessee, Georgia.
1: I, I was say all those teams play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and even Bama on the outside will get a chance either at Georgia sure. or at the SEC at championship. However, that'll yep. work. Yep. So, um, so I have Bama and USC on the outs on the outside looking in. Besides those six teams, do you see? I mean, I guess Clemson technically,
0: TCU if they run it. I mean, yeah, that's a huge ask for them. You know you what's know funny? Why? Didn't they get
1: Cause left cause... out of this? Didn't they get left out of yeah. that? Like with gary patterson five six years ago something like that yeah yeah yeah. 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 and that's purely reputation it's totally unfair yeah tcu i can see that i guess so
0: that's probably it i mean what about ucla if they were on the table
1: ucla yeah it seems like there's
0: a lot there's a lot of football we played yet bro there really is
1: there really is okay i just wanted to see if you had anybody else like outside looking Hmm. in like they're still thinking about it no i think you're right with both of those teams actually if you're those teams you're still thinking that for sure Like, Clemson obviously still thinking that as far as, like, making the playoffs. They're undefeated, for God's sake. Definitely. Um, But I just don't look at them as championship. I actually – dude, I actually think the worst thing that could happen to Clemson is make the playoffs. Because I think if they make the playoffs and play any of the – any of the teams we just mentioned, I think they get shit on. I think they get absolutely shit on. If they play USC, if they play Alabama –
0: they're not a bad team, but they're not like the Clemson teams because they're, so they're just we not. Fit. They're
1: they're not explosive offensively. They struggle not. offensively.
0: And DJ and DJ holds on that ball wall. He's long bad. Time, He's
1: man. bad. He's not good. He's just not good. This happens, dude. Oh. This happens. They dominate in high school, and then you just hit a ceiling, and you don't get any better. I, I, I it's not that I don't like the kid. He seems like a really nice kid. I'm just telling you what I see. He just yeah, has, he you. just says capped out. There's nothing better to get. What a bet. I would.
0: Love to bet.
1: Do we need music? So, we need some music here. Hold on. Let's get
0: some music. So I went 2-2 two and two last week. That brings me to 12-10-1 overall. Mr. Calisano, another struggler, you went 1-3 last, last week. What were my no, games? 9-14-1 last week. What were my games? 9-14-1 overall. Excuse yeah, Jesus, me. That'd be something. You, had, you had the Kansas Jayhawks, which lost by a point.
1: I know I got screwed in that one.
0: You had the Kansas City Chiefs who lost by a point, dude. You had the Cleveland Browns that lost by sixty points. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, that one I get. What was my winner?
0: And you, you hit the uh, Illinois Fighting Illini plus six and a half and That's they won outright. Outright
1: so. by two touchdowns, by the way. Thank you very much. I should have been um, three and one. Let's be honest. I should have been three and one. The God, the gonna, betting gods I'm, are not friendly with me.
0: I'm gonna catch up here with our totals. I'm gonna take five games this week.
1: Oh my. Okay. I still have my regular four. Uh, where do you have, three in, in college or pro?
0: Yeah, I have three in college. All right,
1: then you start it off.
0: All right. Since Pete Calciano was so ice cold, he set this up for me perfectly oh, about 10 minutes ago. Ouch. He thinks he thinks Penn State should win comfortably at Happy Valley against the Golden Gophers. They should. Not so fast, my friend. Oh. Michigan exposed Penn State last week. Minnesota has a tremendous run game. They're probably salivating watching more Michigan did on tape. Salivating. Oh my God. We, we could do this. We could do this. Is that a
1: day game or night game?
0: Night game. Is it a whiteout? No, they're saving after the Buckeyes. <laughs> the next week, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Penn State's quarterback's a little banged up. He's like 37, so I mean, at this point, he's probably.
1: Clifford, right?
0: Minnesota plus four at Penn State. Ooh,
1: man, that is cutsy. That's not a lot of points. I'm surprised. Listen, Minnesota's got two-game games, two game you losing can't even streak talk, because I'm like, it's only four? I know. It seems, that seems like a wacky line, man. I
0: know. You know I love wacky lines. You
1: do. You always love those wacky lines. All right. I mean, I can't be a hypocrite, right? I've been telling you since the beginning of the season that Clemson isn't anywhere near as good as uh, the number five team or number four team in the country. I know they're undefeated. And I said to you before – I think I was alluding to my pick, right? When I said, if Syrac- Syracuse has a really good defense, and I think it's possible that they can keep Clemson to 17 points. And if they keep Clemson to 17 points, they might win the game outright. Wow. Syracuse is getting 13 and a half. Folks, listen to me. Take the points, number one. But don't be afraid to throw a couple bananas on the money line because I think this might be the week. Wow. That Clemson goes down Give me Syracuse Plus the touch, the two touchdowns uh, Really 13 and a half But almost two touchdowns Against Clemson
0: By a half a point The Wisconsin Badgers Are not The Wisconsin Badgers No this year. I don't know what's going on there Purdue Tied the top of the Big Ten West Looking to stay on pace with Illinois At, the, at this point What's
1: their record? Five and two?
0: I think so, yeah. but they only have one loss in the Big Ten. Nice, okay. Um, they got to put you on a spot like that. Sorry, <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> um, whiskey struggling, they lost to Michigan State last week on the road. They had that, they were up, and then they kind of took their foot off the gas, and then they got an overtime. And it's a weird game. I, I don't, I don't love the number here, but I just think Purdue's better than them. It's plus two and a half. I would it's love not a it. A uh, it's not a lot. They basically got to win the damn thing.
1: Pretty much, yeah.
0: But I think they could because I, I think guys, – they're kicking guys off the team now. I think that ship's starting to sink. <laughs> oh, no. So give me Purdue plus two and a half at Madison.
1: You're not worried about the start of the fourth quarter jump around?
0: Not this year, I'm not. No? Okay. <laughs> there might be 15 people there at that point. I
1: don't blame you. Uh – I think Brian Kelly is doing a better job than most people are giving him credit for at LSU. When we started this season, or before we started the season, we did over and unders. And I took the over on LSU. And they're on pace to go over. So, uh, I hear people chirping about Brian Kelly and the job he's doing. This team was bare. This team was not good when he took over. But... Ole Miss is undefeated. Lane Kiffin is probably the third best coach in the SEC. Brian Kelly's doing a good job, but he's not there yet. Give me Ole Miss. Think about this Ole Miss is only getting two points at LSU. What does that tell you, folks? What is Vegas telling you? They're telling you that. This is not the same LSU team. If this was any other year, LSU would be favored by 10 points, two touchdowns, easily, no matter how good uh, Ole Miss is. They're telling you this is a dogfight, and I'll take the better offensive team, Ole Miss, in a dogfight. Give me Ole Miss plus two. You don't even need it, to Make it a money line. Give me Ole Miss money line over
0: LSU. One of my favorite things in this podcast is when Pete starts flapping it around. I look at this thing totally differently than you do. Of course you do. I think this team, I think Ole Miss is a lot better than LSU. I think so too. More more experience. Thicker, deeper team. Ryan Kelly just trying to figure out the troops at this point. Sure. LSU's favorite against number nine Ole Miss? Fishy, baby. (laughs) Give me the LSU Tigers minus two. To go head to head with Peter.
1: Everything is pointing to Ole Miss, (laughs) so
0: give me LSU.
1: (laughs) Is that your third game? That's my third game. Let's head to the NFL. Um, I'm sorry. Some people are going to – some of our friends who listen to this are going to be upset with me on this one. I'm sorry. I'm not a believer in the Giants just yet. Now – If you think I'm biased, I'm not a full believer in the Jets either just yet. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. But I think Brian Dable is doing it with smoke and mirrors. I don't think they have a great offensive line yet. It's better, but it's not great. Um, Jacksonville has shown flashes of being good. I think they have the better quarterback. I think they have the better weapons. I think Jacksonville's defense is actually not too bad. Give me Jacksonville minus three. They're favored by three. If the G-men are so great, why are they get? Why are they not favored? If they're a true five and one team against Jacksonville, why aren't they favored? Yeah. They're, they're dogs not- by three. Give me Jacksonville minus three against the G-men.
0: And you're not exactly playing at the Superdome here. Jacksonville's not exactly a home. No, field, uh, come on. Not. Oh my everybody God! You're going to take the G-men. Everybody get close to your microphone. You get close to your your speakers. I'm taking the New York Jets. Oh! Uh, oh my God. The New York Jets go to mile high and play my beloved Denver Broncos. How do you Broncos. do this? How do you do this? You know, I you really this...
1: are an unbiased gambler. I,
0: I don't think this game needs an explanation. If you look at both teams, I know the NFL is a week-to-week league. However, now if you look over the last three or four weeks, one team's going up, one team's going down. True. And it's not close. Can't and lose. I'm not gonna lie to you because I'm an honest man. I'm doing this basically to fuck with Pete a little bit as well. <laughs> However, you mush. I really do think the Jets go into Denver and win. I, I don't see any positivity from the Broncos offense. Again, I agree with you. I think it's gonna be like an eighteen fifteen some weird ass score in here. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. I don't see Denver. I, and now here's the thing: Jets get on this thing early. The Broncos fans are gonna abandon this team.
1: That is an interesting perspective. If it's 10-0 Jets.
0: And the Broncos up 22 yards of total offense midway through the second quarter. Watch out, dude. I'm telling you. Give me the Jets plus one in Denver.
1: Now everyone who's listening, understand like should
0: play taps over that.
1: Understand please. what's going on here. Scotty's doing two things. He's hoping to be a mush and play the opposite side. And then number two, he's happy yeah. to pay what we would call what Steve Stavali would call the win tax. Which is you bet against your team because you think they're gonna lose, but if you happen to win, you happily turn over the money and call it the win tax. So that's that's I what, what I think is going on here. I don't
0: know what you're talking here. about. I don't know him. I don't know this guy. You're talking
1: about. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what's going on here. Um, I had these are two the two teams that are playing in this game. I had in my top five best teams in the league. It's the 49ers and the Chiefs. I think this game is in Kansas City, if I'm not mistaken, right?
0: I don't think so. I think it's in San. You think Fran- it's in San Francisco.
1: I do, yeah. <clears throat> uh, both teams coming off losses. The Chiefs' loss is a tough one uh, because you know they're playing their kind of AFC rival, the Bills, at home and lost. Forty Nine ers are feeling kind of shitty because they had an ugly loss against a bad Atlanta Falcons team. But I think, I think San Francisco is going to show you the kind of team they are. The one thing that the Chiefs don't want you to do against them is to run the ball because tick, 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 hit, tick. They don't get as many possessions. San Francisco keeps possession of the ball. Patrick Mahomes stays on the sideline. I'm getting three points here, and you're telling me this game is in San Francisco? I would have taken three points if the game is in Kansas City. Give me the Niners. I'm taking the 49ers over the Chiefs.
0: I like that pick. So one last one for me. This might be the last week that I am on the Dan Campbell.
1: I am. Oh, Don't do it. It's so sad.
0: They're going to Dallas. They're off a of bye. They get Amon Ross St. Brown back. They get, hopefully, Swift. DeAndre Swift back. And I believe Jamison Williams is also playing in this game. Dax first came back after having a, a month off. Maybe a little rusty. I'm not saying they lose the game. But this great Detroit offense that we saw for the first four weeks. Got to come back. If that comes back at all a little bit, I think they hang around maybe 35 31,
1: 100%. 31
0: 28. And then, you know, give me the Lions plus seven at that.
1: I like that. That's a good one. So I have Syracuse plus 13 and a half and cl- uh, over Clemson and Ole Miss plus two over LSU and college. And I have the Jags minus three over the G men and the Niners getting three. I have three dogs again this week. 49ers getting three against the Chiefs in the
0: NFL. You are a maniac. I have four dogs. I feel like I'm a hot girl. I mean, Football's all the <laughs> way. All the way, one. Um, <laughs> the Golden Gophers, plus four at Penn State. Purdue, plus two and a half at Whiskey. LSU, minus two at home versus Ole Miss. The Jets, plus one at Unbelievable. Denver. Unbelievable, you bastard. And the Lions, plus seven at
1: Dallas. Oh, you and that Jets pick. I'm going to be...
0: You should have seen your face when I said it. I think uh, I,
1: <laughs> Cause I know it's a tactic. It's not a, a real tactic. pick. You'll gladly take the loss and be happy with it.
0: Jerk. I don't know what you're talking about, sir.
1: You jerk. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna use this against you in the future. I'm just telling you right now.
0: Oh, I know. you, you did it last year. It's my payback to you in the Big Ten Championship game, you motherfucker. How about them, Yanks? <sighs> ALCS, they made it by the skin of their ass. Um you know, years and year after year after year, people in the media and fans—they don't have enough pitching. They don't have enough pitching. Pitching—I pitch. tell you—they've got enough. P- their lineup has continued to let them down. I know this is a, this is our lineup's different from years past. Cashman did what he could to try to get some more contact on this team. DJ Lemayu, Ben Attendee, those guys being out of the lineup really hurt their. It's a, it's a three, waiting for the three-run homer year in and year out. My problem is with Boone and and everyone else upstairs with this distrust, this this analytic team. Yeah. You bring up – you have Cabrera, 23-year-old Ozzie Cabrera, 22-year-old Ozzie Cabrera, 21, 22-year-old Oswaldo Peraza. Play him. Yeah. You're going to watch Josh Johnson sit there and strike out and drop pop-ups, and and you're going to watch IKF boot ball after ball. Play him. Get a little juice on this team, a little hit and run. Maybe they make an exciting play, double play. It brings a little life on this team, because what what do you got to lose at this point? Yeah. So that's my really only argument. Listen, I'm happy they made the ALCS. I'm not happy if they, you know, I'm you know losing the Astros again with Zuck, obviously. But this team's got their number. My issues with
1: team. My issues with the Yankees are this right now. Like I get analytics and strikeouts don't matter, except strikeouts matter when you're in the playoffs because seventeen
0: times last night, Peter. dude,
1: they had fifty-two strikeouts. In through four through five games against Cleveland, Cleveland, yeah, averaging over ten strikeouts per game, and was it seventeen last night? I thought it was eleven. I thought it was seventeen. I heard it was double digit strikeouts last night against Houston. I mean, dude, these are dead at bats. Nobody's moving. You're not moving runners over. You're not getting on base. They're dead at bats. It's too many. You can't have that many strikeouts in a fucking playoff game, man. You can't do it. And if this is how they're going to be, then what you're saying is we're a team that's built for the regular season, but we're not built for the playoffs because you can't, you can't function like this, dude, you need guys on base. There has to be pressure. Playoffs come with natural pressure and then runners on base is added pressure on a pitcher. That's what matters in a playoffs. Not how many home runs you hit. I'm just, I'm sorry. And this is a problem I have when you're averaging over 10 strikeouts per game. You're gonna struggle, dude. You're gonna freaking struggle.
0: Yep. Uh, so game it's two hard.
1: Tonight. It's hard to win. You know, we mentioned how Judge, you know, didn't go, you know, certain amount of games with strikeouts. Did he had seven strike? He had seven strikeouts in like eleven at bats. Like, yeah. You just can't do. It. You can't be like the home run king and a, almost a triple
0: crown guy and strike out seven out of eleven times. You can't do it. And what he did this year too, kept the strikeouts down. Yeah, for the most part. And now yeah.
1: make contact when you're that big and strong, That's just right. make contact. And sometimes what normally wouldn't be a home run ends up being a friggin' home run because you're so goddamn big. Yeah. Anyway, we're still rooting for him, though. We still hope, you know, things change all the time. Next thing you know, you're stringing together seven straight singles and you realize, hey, this is it's a better way to win the playoffs, man. It's different. It's a different game. Playoffs are different than regular season in all sports and certainly is the case for baseball. So. 84, right? Is that 84?
0: 84.
1: Unbelievable. Who do we got?
0: I got four names for you. Number four, six-time All-Star, three-time Silver Slugger, 2007 home run leader, former Brewer, Tiger, and Ranger first baseman Prince Fielder. Oh, yeah. Number three, on pace for a Hall of Fame career before he lost his mind Super Bowl champion, four-time All-Pro, seven-time Pro (laughs) Pro Bowler, 2010 All-Decade team. Former Steeler Ugh. and Buccaneer wide receiver Antonio Brown. And Raider. And, and well, Patriot. Raider for, for a Raider for a week and a <laughs> week. Yes, <I. laughs> Number two, one of my all-time favorites. Three-time Super Bowl champion, four-time All-Pro, eight-time Pro Bowler, 1990 All-Decade team, Hall of Fame Raven and Bronco tight end Shannon Sharp.
1: Excellent player, yeah. Although he's terrible talk show host.
0: He's not great. Number one, 1998 Rookie of the Year. 2007 comeback player of the year, four-time All-Pro, six-time Pro Bowler, 5 times leader in touchdown catches, 2000 All-Decade team, our boy Eddie's one of his favorite players, Hall of Fame Viking Raider, Patriot wide receiver Randy Moss. Absolutely.
1: Um, so I started off this show talking about baseball, and I said last week we had something crazy happen. With, we got struck out seven times in one inning and still scored three runs because of the drop third strike. The tables almost got turned on us this week. So I had my ace in for the last two innings or the last really would have been two innings. But it was so damn cold. He's, pit, he's warming up in the last inning. He's like, coach, I can't feel my hand. And the ball is just like going all over wow. the place, right? So I'm like, dude. And he's like, I, I can't control it. So I said, all right, go to first base. And I brought in another kid. And he's dealing. Like he's throwing strikes, right? strike out the first guy drop third strike guy makes it safe to first (laughs) Steals second steals third okay so we got a runner up but we're up by like five so we're like okay we're safe no problem next batter boom he's dealing drop third strike catcher can't find the ball (laughs) and he makes it to first safe runner on third stay there so now we have first and third nobody out up by five and i'm like like you're yeah. you're satisfied. It's a five run lead, but you're like, look where <laughs> no this is going. We've seen yeah, this happen see before. Thing. We know, yeah. you know. So we got we got two strikeouts in the inning and no outs. And it's like, oh boy, here we go. Next batter comes up, and he hits like a like a soft little looping pop up. Not even a pop up. Like half line drive towards first base, mm-hmm. right? And a first baseman's right under it. And a kid on first takes off, right? And a kid on third takes off. So our first baseman makes a nice catch, has the werewolf fall right away, steps on first. So we got a double play. And now all hell breaks loose. I start screaming, me and my coach, the guy who third, coaches third, with third. me, we're like, throw it to third, throw it to. At the same exact time, the third base coach, who's right next to us, because we're on the third base side, we're on the visitor side, he's screaming, <laughs> get back, get back. So he got, throw it to third, get back, throw it to third. Now, the first, we're, we're screaming, we're screaming to this kid, throw it to first. He's looking at us like, why the hell would I do that? Like, what's wrong with you? He's He's like, Half pumping the ball, but he doesn't want to throw because he has no understanding of why we're and saying he can't
0: feel his hand. <laughs> and he can't
1: feel his hand at the time. But he's looking at us like, why would I do that? What do you want? What are you what are you talking about? So I'm like, I stop and I go, throw the ball to third. And finally he does. And we get the out-triple out, play to end it? Triple play wow. to end the game on total wow. chaos. It almost turned into the exact same thing that happened to us, and instead we finished the game on a triple play. Friggin' unbelievable. But it was, just was funny. Like, the catch and the out at first happened instantly. I'm telling you, the rest of the play took six or seven seconds. Now, <laughs> that's a long time in play, right? And the screaming that was going on between the third base coach at his player and me and my assistant to, to yell to this first kid like it was unbelievable. I think at that point, nobody can hear anything that we were saying. It was just, Rahhh! nobody yes, knew anything. It was chaos. But we got the triple play to end the game, awesome. and we stand up beat it. So it was a lot awesome. of fun. <laughs> Good job, my man. We got a lot of cool stuff to watch this weekend. I'm excited about it. What do we got tonight? What's tonight's game again?
0: Saints Cardinals. Eh. Maybe you watch I'm, I'm watching I'm watching game
1: two. yeah maybe you watch something you DVR or watch some baseball but otherwise the rest of the weekend looks fantastic for Scott Bracey, I'm Pete Colisano you've been listening to bump and run and we'll catch you guys next week
0: leaderm out on the night.